soon can you be. We're back. We're back. Do you want to wait for a few people to uh, jump in, do their thing? Sure. Sure. All right. Again, I appreciate you being patient. I know this can be a little discouraging sometimes, that's for sure. I've never really, I've never used Zoom. I've tried uh, uh, that uh, StreamYard and all that, but never used this happened the other night with father mike right well hopefully we can figure it out and says we're live all right so is this just something uh is this like a side job do you do this for a job nope this is not a job this is just uh just a hobby. Uh, you know, I started doing this on the Michigan Bros Grow Show, and uh, I don't get it. It says we're live, but I just came back up. Jeez. Huh. I can hear live. you. Yeah, it says we're live, but then it came back up with another window that says go live. And it still says to live. I know my screen says we're live, but my uh, browser's being stupid. Is it is it asking to cast it to uh, or meeting on uh, YouTube? Yeah, it's live. We're live. All right. Well. <laughs> I believe so. Stupid thing. This streamed 33 minutes ago. Ah. It says we're live, but my window's saying we're not live. They're probably all laughing at me in chat. Which I wouldn't blame them. <laughs> I wouldn't blame them at all. It says right there, it says, I don't know. It says part two. I don't know. This is fucking stupid. Yeah, it says you're live on YouTube. Is it? It, it says. Can't... See my browser at all. Here, maybe I can look you up. See if we're going. That's a good idea. Check my browser. Yeah, said you're live on you. Yeah, we're live. All right, guys, I'll just run with it. I don't know what the hell's going on here with my browser. It's another fun Zoom night. All right. So you just want me to yeah. start all over? That's up to you. Yeah, if you want to, that I I totally understand. Uh, I think uh, we were kind of left off on how you were using your medicine. 
basically. But if it makes you feel better to get the rhythm back going, then you can you know, start right back over. All right, well, all right, well, is... I'm an organic grower. Uh, I like using amendments, uh, cover crop, companion planting. Now I'm using a lot of companion planting this year just because um, I ran into some problems with some aphids and yeah, so I found out that some like yarrow and uh, other companion plants that I'm going to be using uh, is going to help, you know, detour that and hopefully bring some uh, other benefits to the garden. So trying to create a nice ecosystem outside that's uh, going to be all beneficial. But um, yes, the use of my medicine, I use, like using the Rick Simpson oil. Uh, that's definitely been a fast actor. You know, I don't want to sit around and, I guess, cheat down all day just because I am taking care of two kids. And uh, you never really have five, ten minutes to you sit there and burn a joint when you have kids. So I uh, use my Rick Simpson oil and get that in my system. And uh, that helps out with spasms and other things so you ever try rick simpson oil i've used it a few times uh but never uh you know as a steady thing just as uh you know sometimes to be quite honest before tattoos uh <laughs> it really helps with the pain for the tattoos right yeah Yep, I like using that just on the daily. Just definitely helps me helps me get to bed, helps me rest. Usually, I only sleep about two to three hours if I don't use it. So, I usually thought I had another one right here, and I just put it in a syringe and then either put it on my food, put it on my finger, or just yeah, just eat it. How long have you come up to like a point? I asked this of uh, tribal gardens the other night. Uh, if he came to a point where he, uh, he, you know, you get a tolerance to it. Is oh, there yeah. come a point with it where it's not so strong for you? Because I know I, when I've taken it and I've given it to my patients, uh, their first initial month or so, they, they're pretty well uh, knocked out. Oh, yeah. Uh, how long yeah. before you got past that phase? Oh, it was probably maybe a good month, two months. But now I can, you know, I'll take a good finger full and, you know, it does the job. But uh, it's not about, you know, getting high with me. It's definitely about controlling the issues. You know, when I have spasms, I have spasms that'll stand me straight out in my wheelchair and, you know, uncontrollable. So uh, definitely about controlling the issue instead of getting high. But everybody likes to get, you know, enjoy the buzz, you know. So that's why I like my, uh, my dabs. We briefly, I remember exactly where we left off. I was asking you which strains you found uh, useful 
for it. And you, I believe you mentioned uh, Bruce Banner. You yes. Helpful. I got a Bruce Banner uh, number three and an original Bruce Banner. Uh, going to try those out. Now, I tried uh, the strain out through a dispensary, and I liked it. It helped out with tons of uh, pain. So I just decided to run it myself this year. So hopefully no outdoor issues occur. But this yeah, year, man. go ahead. I'm sorry. No, you're the star here. You you used to be. Usually I tell people before the show that uh, if I interrupt, it just steamroll over me. But uh, it was my bad. We didn't get that chance to, you know. So, this year in the garden, I've got Durban Poison, Glookies, Bruce Banner number three, the original Bruce Banner, uh, Green Crack, Gorilla Glue number four, uh, Chocolate Skunk, Amnesia Lemon, Grape Headband, uh, and most of them, like I said, are for all focused on pain, depression, and uh, you know, some of the negative things that I have wrong, you know, so. So hopefully, yes. Hopefully we have a good season this year. Now I've been stocking up on things to help detour the fungus, like the amazing Dr. Zimes. Uh, got some help from them and just using a lot of compost this year just to, uh, help enrich the soil, you know, so been stocking up on, got like four tons of compost, got about 3,000 pounds of worm casting, so I can make my compost, or my worm tea and all that, just because there's a lot of enzymes and worm tea that's going to help fight fungus, and that's the idea. Sounds like you got a lot of work over there. Holy cow. Uh, oh, yeah. I, I've seen your indoor gardens. Your indoor gardens are on very much on point as well. But let's uh, keep talking about the outdoor. Uh, it is that season. Uh, can you drop as many tips as you can for uh, well, a perspective outside person? If you, well, see, if you like could. outdoors, uh, I have an area to where well, I raise goats too. Now I got goats, yeah, for animal purpose, you know, but I use them to fertilize my ground. So as soon as it's harvested, I put my goats in there. I got nine goats to fertilize the grounds until April. Then I take that out, clean out the straw, all that you know, condition the ground with my alfalfa meal, my kelp. Uh, and then I can, you know, dig my holes, condition my holes with alfalfa meal and kelp. And uh, then I use my supplements of azomite and diatomaceous earth and then my bottle nutrients. Now, everybody's got their own personal preference of bottle nutrients, but I went with A and B, advanced nutrients. So that is something that, yes, I still see that 
I need, even using my amendments. So I kind of use my amendments to get me in between the feedings. So I like using a lot of back guanos also. Just one second. Sorry, I have to turn off these damn fans. Got like five fans going, can't really hear you. I, I can't even, I, I mic off while you're talking, just so I'm not, uh, my mic's not messing with you. That's probably you oh. can't hear me. It's not you, not you at all. I can hear you loud and clear. Yes, yeah, so, yes, using the goats and stuff to add fertilizer and stuff to the ground, just so, you know, I don't have to use a lot of bag nutrients and shit like that to replenish it, so. Man, you are a hardworking guy. <laughs> you are, you're no stranger to hard work, it sounds like, that's for sure. I definitely just try to, well, besides my garden, I try to encourage my kids to get out and do something other than video games, definitely. That's pretty awesome, because I know my, I have a hell of a time getting mine off the couch to do anything, that's for sure. But uh, that's besides the point. I'm, I'm yeah. glad you, you're getting yours off the couch. Oh, we, um, we, so are you able to get by with uh, most of your outdoor season? Oh, yeah. Yeah. Uh, it Last year, it kind of ran up to where I was. I was running pretty close, but uh, hopefully this year, with the prevention of with the amazing Dr. Zimes, hopefully I don't get the blight problem. So there's a lot of water last year that was, we had a lot of rain just because it was an El Nino season. So that brought a lot of, lot, lot of extra rain to Michigan. So how long have you been using the Dr. Zimes? Uh, this is actually the first year outdoors, but I sat there and like really talked to the company, you know, the makers. Hopefully they're telling the truth, you know, and they say it, it'll, it'll help with uh, leaf septoria or blight. I'm not really too sure which one it is. They kind of both look the same, so. They're both a fungus, both spore bound. And now I had a cottonwood tree that was just dropping leaves all over in my garden. So this winter knocked that out. That was a 30, 60 foot tree. You know, it was a big tree. So got that taken out. So there ain't no trash from that just because cottonwood trees are are known for blight so knock out the issue i've never grown outdoors myself uh how big of a plant are you, would you suggest taming outdoors just like a six foot bush or uh you know how do you my uh, plants go about yeah, how about how do you uh, go about structuring your outdoor plants? You just let them see, go? like when it's well, no. As soon as I get them outdoors, they go underneath their first cage, 
as soon as they get their first cage, then I just work work on pretty much training it. You know, I don't, they get, I mean, there's a few plants that I just cannot control. Uh, I had a great ped band last year. I got like 14 foot tall and yeah, it was just out of control. And yeah, I had a, I think an eight foot tall uh, fence cage around that and it just blew up past that then through the next cage and uh, I have a 10 foot ceiling with chicken wire on it because I never intended them to get in that big but I kind of found out that using that chicken wire that tall it was kind of perfect for the growing structure of the plant you know, keeping it from breaking and high winds and shit like that. So, you know, most of my plants get about 12 by 12 by, yeah, they get pretty big. Oh, that, can't hear it. That's pretty good. That's a pretty good sized plant right there. Yeah, most of, most, I've had them 16 foot tall, but you know, getting that tall, you know, it's hard to get a lot of the nutrients up to the top of the plant and then to the bud. So, yeah, trying to keep them how shorter. Much, how much you feeding a plant like that? I mean, how how much? You know, how often? How much you feeding a plant that's uh, that's uh... uh usually about. Between three to five gallons, but I'll try to feed it, and then it's right after top dress it with my bat guano, my alfalfa, my kelps, and all the way up till about about pre flower, and then I'll with the bat guanos, and then I'll switch over to my flowering using my mammoth pea and my phosphorus bat guanos, and so about fifth week and then yeah most of them i was just uh are you able to look at chat at all i was just curious i was just uh i seen it lights up right on for me you know when they mentioned me and uh, uh michigan bros grow show i don't know if you were able to uh catch that but they had a nice episode there it was about two weeks ago with uh the lady from uh, Dr. Science talking about their product and uh, she was very insightful. I don't know if you got a chance to catch that. If not, you should uh, check that out. But All right. They also wanted me to point out uh, you can save 10% on uh, Dr. Science if you use uh, their code MBGS10010 saves you 10% on that whole thing. Sweet. Yeah, I get 25% off for an affiliate because I try to, yeah, I'm an affiliate to, I love growing marijuana, uh, amazing doc designs. I was to food fertilizer. Uh, uh, there's a bunch of them, but yeah, try to make sure and plug all that stuff before we're at the end too. You know what I mean? Make sure you get all the plugs at the end. Oh, definitely trying to. Just because, well, I try to make some videos and stuff for them. And, 
you know, that kind of helped out. But, you know, I try to inform the people about the products and stuff that I use and what I don't like and uh, uh, what works best. So, Well, that was one of the reasons I'm getting you on here because I've really enjoyed your videos and I think they're very informative. You know, I've seen some of the plants you grow indoors, and, and they're, they're they're impressive. You know, for indoor grow and the, obviously outdoors. I, I I haven't looked in. I can't say I've I honestly seen like outdoor videos. But do you have videos of your outdoor? Or are you going to be putting some out there? Now I have. I do have videos of last year, outdoors. Uh, last year, I like I said, I had uh issue with the blight and the septoria leaf spot so yeah there's probably at least like 30 videos well it sounds like oh, i've been missing out buddy i'm gonna have to go back tomorrow and <laughs> go well, last, watch while i'm doing some trimming last year when i uh was doing my videos it was more on youtube instead of instagram and youtube just because you know i was never I was never big on showing off, you know, my gardens, you know, all that, just because, you know, I try to protect my kids as much as possible. And I don't want my, that's what the mask is for, you know, just because I don't want the kids at my kids' you know, school to come across this and, you know, start picking on my kids, you know, your dad's a grower and you know how kids are. So, I can respect that. I can respect that. Mine are older, not, you know. Not saying that the mask is going to do much or they're not going to recognize the wheelchair, but, you know, well, I can only do as much as I can, you know. Oh, I respect the fact that uh, you're willing to put that information out there and help other people, you know. that's To me, that's what it's about. It's getting helping ever, other people get the knowledge to help themselves mainly to get them off them damn pharmaceutical drugs because i know I was, i've lost a lot of family over pharmaceutical drugs and uh so if i can help any, anybody in any way eradicate that shit out of their life i'm i'm more than willing. and i'm glad to see people like yourself getting uh information and videos out there and uh you know it's great info you know, every little bit helps. Yeah, and I have a lot of people on Instagram that definitely try, or they, they hit me up. They ask me questions, and I stick with them, you know. I don't just, you know, hit them up and help them once. They come back, let me know if it works. And, you know, that's what I like to hear, you know, just because there's certain things that they have a problem with their plants that I've never ran into, but just because I've never ran into the issue don't mean that I don't want to know the knowledge and I don't want to help somebody out. So I'm definitely out there looking up the information and passing well, can along. Can you throw it out there? Cause they're already asking brother. Like Purple thumb OG right here is already asking what is your channel and Instagram account. So it's you might as well MMM, throw it out there. It's MMMP's nation's creation. On both, both. Instagram, yep, both Instagram and YouTube. But 
definitely go check it out. Now I got some videos of last year. Uh, I just like doing some editing and some videos, you know, throw a little bit of entertainment in there just because, well, some videos get kind of boring. But yes, uh, most of my videos are trying to be most informative as possible about my style of growing, about my techniques and out, you know, things that I went wrong and found out that helps, you know, and yes. Well, that's a good time to uh, open door. You can talk about all that. I mean, we've talked, do you want, have you pretty much figured the, uh, finished up all you would like to talk about outdoors? If so, then we I'd be more than happy to, uh, you know, hear your indoor technique and uh, processes, you know, Feel free to walk me how you would, you know, do your thing indoors as well. Yeah, well, we're open indoors, to hear all your tips. I only uh, veg indoors, and then I flower outdoors. I, I I've flowered indoors and stuff, but it's been a while, at least like two years, just because my uh, outdoors kind of sustains me, and well. I kind of shut down the grow room for the rest of the year, just so I can turn it into just say whatever it needs to be. Where this is right now, so my grow room right now is an area that I built to hold my wheelchairs. So this porch was Them's never- some pretty big girls behind you, brother. <laughs> then, we, then that's a good start on some outdoor right there that is yes so this room was never intended to be a grow room it was a 20 by 16 and i started these plants about three weeks earlier than i did my plants that i started in 2018 and it well you see it they exploded when I used my, uh, just everything that I have been using, the new technique and the uh, dry amendments. And uh, last year I had a little bit of a fungus net issue. So I went and talked to the feed mill. I got diatomaceous earth, started using the diatomaceous earth in my transplant mixture. And that knocked the fungus gnats out of the issue and yeah that's about it just between the amendments and not having the issue oh and I got the new uh call to looks lights I love those 315 watt CMH yeah are they hot I've never uh, had the opportunity I guess that's probably the one light style I've yet to run uh, I have five CMH and five 1000 watt full spectrum, and it's about 80 degrees in here on a hot day. But and then, yes, I that's with say that's bad at all. Well, I try to keep it at like about 60, 65. It's it got up to 80 degrees when my one fan shut off. I didn't get to put that out. 
my exhaust fan didn't work today, so it got up to 80 degrees, and that was the worst. So, yeah, that's uh, not too bad. That's about right now. I'm looking at it's uh, 83 in my room, and I'm not panicking. Well, it's 83 on the top of that light. Yeah, that's see, I try to keep my plants and my uh, grow room around like 73 to 75 tops. And it seemed to have been working a lot better than, you know, hotter rooms. So plants love it. <laughs> Obviously, they look like they're about six foot easy back there. <laughs> Here, let me uh, let me move this bucket real quick, and I will see if I can roll up to the girls. Oh shit! Oh. Yeah. So these girls are. Yeah, that's a good, good start on outdoor right there. Holy cow. So how in the hell are. <laughs> that's a lot of harvest there. I mean, how do you do that? I mean. Are you hang drying it there? Is that your process? Obviously, because who the fuck has got time, excuse my language, to trim uh, blood like that, man? You'd have to be Edward Scissorhands to be taking down 12 by 12 plants like that. Man, well, I think actually, I'm a good... I just give them like a good like country trim. You know, it's just me or my own personal smoke, so I'm not taking it in no dispensary. I'll I'll actually leave like sort of a, a country trim. I call it a country trim on it. And I vacuum seal it. So and then I leave a little bit of trim on it just so when I am vacuum sealing it, it doesn't crush all the trichrome or, you know, crush all the pistols, doesn't just break off any trichromes. Then when I open it up and I smoke it personal, I give it that extra trim and, you know, keep all the trim for my hash and shit like that when I want to try to use it. Right on. That was kind of where I was getting ready to go anyway. So uh, obviously you make your own. Uh, I Some people are, I try to be more politically correct just because uh, I talk to so many people. And they said, the term I say is FICO. But I, I believe you're, you're saying it right yourself. I mean, why not give it credit where credit is due by calling it Rick Simpson oil? I don't, I've never seen the harm in calling it Rick Simpson oil versus uh, FICO, the full extraction, you know, cannabis oil. It's just, I don't know. But obviously, uh, you probably have to make your own because it would be terribly expensive to try to uh, source it. So can you try to walk us through uh, uh, 
an RSO method or your RSO method of uh, making some? Yeah, I get uh, 99% medical grade alcohol for like 10 bucks a gallon. So I'll, ju- I'll get like 10, 10 gallons of alcohol, I'll take a couple five gallon buckets of flour. And uh, now I use pure bud. I use pure bud and I'll take a couple five gallon buckets, put it in uh, my alcohol or pour my alcohol into my uh, flour, let it sit for a good hour, stomp it up, you know, just mix it all up and then pretty much strain it off into another five gallon bucket and then get this refiner machine where it can collect your alcohol or just evaporate your alcohol and your RSOs in the bottom. Uh, Use, you can use a rice cooker or something like that, but I found getting a, it's like a water distiller. Uh, You take that, just fill it up and, you know, make sure you're definitely outside uh, just because vaporized alcohol, you will get drunk real quick and, uh, just, yeah, evaporate your alcohol and collect your RSO in the bottom of the container. I'm glad you brought up the, uh, the water distiller there because I have seen that on YouTube videos. That's how I, you know. And I thought, what a great way to uh, reclaim your alcohol as much as you can. You save at least, you save at least, at least 25%. But when you're working, I'm just saying with five gallon buckets of alcohol, 25% out of a five gallon buckets, it's a lot. And then you can use that reclaimed alcohol for your second washing, just because with your RSO, you're going to be doing a, your first two washings you can keep for your medical use. Your third washing, you're going to keep for just say, if you want to make soaps or topical lotions or, you know, anything like that. So, you know, your alcohol is definitely, definitely wanting to be saved so 25 percent a lot and especially right now you know you can't find no alcohol and i can't even get the alcohol that i was getting for my rso so you know another fact that you uh, brought up there and i never really thought of but it made sense as soon as you said it is uh the fact of breathing the alcohol vapor i know it's dangerous as being flammable but i never really uh crossed my mind about uh you know breathing it in and getting drunk and i guess that's a real possibility oh yeah and my next question is uh do you notice because i noticed a long time ago when i first watched the youtube video about using the water distiller i thought you know it was genius uh it was much cheaper method than the source uh machine there and I had brought it up to a few people, um, not mentioning any names, and they said the only you know real 
difference between that and the source was the source was running uh, a lower temperature and not burning off as much. But do you notice that, you know, a difference, you know, a little bit higher difference in your final product? Obviously not. I mean, it seems... No, I've never that. used the, the other machine that you were talking about, but... Uh, it's expensive, you know. We're talking hundreds and like hundreds and hundreds of dollars difference, you know. Yeah. If you could use a distiller, well, that's what I'm saying. Why not? I'm like a home tech guy. If I can use something that's similar at home and uh, save me a ton of money, like a good example, I guess, is like it's just simple phrasing uh, when you're searching shit, like a bubble machine washer. You can get like it for hash. Uh, if you type in like a bubble man washer or you know, bubble machine washer on eBay, you're going to get a machine that's like $200, maybe even more. And it's got a sticker that says bubble man or bubble machine or whatever on it. But if you type in travel washer in the same site, you will find the exact same machine without the sticker for like 60 bucks. Oh, wow. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, I'll wow. just travel washer. That's all you got to type in is travel washer, and it'll bring up the same exact machine without the, all the stickers on it for way less. So, and then that's the idea with you know the distiller versus the source. If you can, you know, do a better home job for home sake, you know, why wouldn't you save? Like, I think the difference is like six, seven hundred bucks to be honest oh, with wow. you. Well, see that in my check. That water distiller I got, it was, I don't think it was a hundred bucks. I think it was only like 75 bucks, something like that. So, Source, the last time I checked was like 1200 bucks. Yeah, that's crazy. Even when I was trying to uh, get a, a press to press my bud and shit to get wax, I, uh, I had to make one. Just because there's no way I can go out and spend a thousand dollars, even to get my amendments and stuff, everything that I got, you know, as soon as harvest is over, whatever I don't have left over, you know, I then start, you know, the five month hunt to collect all my stuff for the next grow season, just because I ain't got the, the money to go drop five, six, seven hundred bucks on all the amendments that, you know, I do use and have ran into. So, yeah, that's uh, every little bit that we can cut corners helps. That's for damn sure. I mean, for everybody. Yes. And that's why I'm using alfalfa, you know, alfalfa and kelp, just because it's a cheap, you know, where I'm getting it right now, I'm getting it for 13 bucks a bag. So, for 50 pounds so i got a feed mill that's local and i get my cover crop my companion plants uh absolutely everything up there so what type of uh, companion plants are you running and why i'll read you off the list so i have got just off the top of the head I have got um, yarrow, peppermint. I've got marigolds. I have got lemon balm, dill, camel meal. 
coriander, lavender, alfalfa, uh, sunflowers, and now all of these have benefits of their own. Some, some have the same benefit as others, but there's a lot that are predator, a predator mite attractors or uh, mite detourers. Uh, I just got a lot of things that are definitely going to be benefits to the garden. So trying to create a nice ecosystem outdoors that's just going to be helping the plants thrive, you know. So like I said, I ran into aphids last year. So that's my main goal. I wanted to get uh, my amendments and my companion plants to fight against that, you know, so I didn't have to use chemical eliminators. How did uh, exactly did you fight them aphids? I heard they were just terrible last year for outdoor. I know uh, Rascal Farmers, uh, another YouTuber, uh, had a problem both last year and I believe the year before with uh, aphids. Uh, I used Captain Jack's, Captain Jack's dead bug. I think it killed it. It killed it like the first spray, you know, but before that, oh my goodness, before that, I tried every organic method on the internet and, you know, I ran into Captain Jack's dead bugs and it killed them on the spot, so... Man, it, as bad as I've heard that, uh, I'm glad to hear that, but I'm glad, uh, as bad as I've heard the aphids were the last couple of years outdoors, I can't imagine how bad that uh, hemp aphid would, is, gonna, you know, is because they say that thing's just immune to everything. But uh, What? I What's wanna, immune? The, a hemp aphid. Oh, yes. It's like, a, like another you know, spar off it or, but uh, I just wanted to point out here, I, I, I love Jack, do you know who Jack Greenstock is? He's in uh, if, you should follow him if you don't. He's a, he's a part of the Cheap Home Grow show on, uh, on YouTube there. Uh, he pointed out uh, the fact that uh, why they changed the name there on the RSO versus uh, the FICO. He said it's because Rick himself uh, kind of requested the change. He said it in part he thinks that uh, Rick regretted the use of the uh, NAFTA versus uh, uh, you know uh, alcohol in the recipe is why they uh, prefer the change. I just wanted to throw relate that through. I don't know if you you know you can able to watch chat or not, but uh, sometimes they throw in throw in some great tips. <laughs> He's definitely a great source. I call him the canvas badass. Because, man, he is, man. That dude's just a source. A source of fucking canvas knowledge. You know, so. That was uh, Jack's Greenstock? Jack's, Jack Green's Talk. Green's Talk. All right. Yeah. He's on eight. 
he's on uh, Instagram and uh, Cheap Homegrown Show on uh, YouTube. And he's got a lot of stuff. If you just, you know, uh, Google him, he's got his own um, old podcast and webpage. But uh, I keep telling him he needs to do books. And uh, he, I think I've got him about that close to put something out there. He needs to be. He's, he's a great source. In fact, if you ever got caught up, I mean, I'd probably, probably point you in that direction. He'd be a good answer. Right on. So, yeah, definitely go check him out. So, um, yeah, what else uh, do you want to go over? I, I'm, I'm enjoying this conversation and your story so far. and I'm, I'm willing to take any tips you got here. I'm oh, sure wow. everybody else wants to hear more, more from you as well, which is a oh. cheap plug to just go check out his channel at some point. Definitely. <laughs> Definitely go check that out. There's a lot more that I can probably uh, tell you to go to if we're definitely talking on Instagram or something like that. But right now, you know, kind of ran into a brick wall of thinking about anything. Uh, yes, pretty much right out right now, outdoors. Uh, today, I built a six by eight sliding door for the garden. You know, it's we're building a new entrance for the the goat cage and uh, the garden. So I wanted it big enough to where I could get my tractor in. So when we're just shoveling, whatever it is, dirt, compost, uh, I just get a bigger load of shit out. So yes, just putting in the work outdoors. So trying to get the holes three by three. So I can fit a 10 gallon smart pot soil in there and then the filling up the rest of the way with the compost and worm castings. So just trying to get stuff done. Now's definitely the time. I, we, we got definitely early spring up here. I don't know where you're at, but uh, usually it would be still fighting some snow up here. Where are you exactly at? Okay. I'm just south of Grayling. Uh, All right. This is why I love Jack right here. He has set me some straight. It's been probably about a year and a half, maybe two years since uh, I checked in the source versus the distiller. And Jack's telling us now in chat that uh, the source will reclaim 98% uh, of your alcohol versus... Um, 25%. And what yeah. he's also saying here in chat is the source is down to uh, 600 bucks. And I believe you can use the source in, indoors as well. But, yes. Uh, just throwing that out there because it sounds like, you know, it might be of a, a bit a bit of a uh, cost up front, but he might reclaim that in alcohol savings you know, very quick. If you're making it a lot, anyway. Yeah, I was going to just say, if you're making it for uh, personal use or something, you know, recollecting that alcohol is everything. Especially, I'm just saying, if you're on a low budget, 600 bucks, and then buying your alcohol all the time, that's going to 
where it's going to save you. It's that's that'd be an investment. Yeah, you being a YouTube, you know, having your own YouTube channel, how to? I'm sure if you reach out to them, you may even they extend you a deal. It's always worth that uh, that reach out. You know what I'm saying? Couldn't hurt. That's, that'd be amazing. I would. <laughs> I, I would MMP if I were in your shoes. I would definitely fucking be reaching out because uh, I'm sure they'd be happy to help. Can't speak for the company, but usually in you know cases like yourselves, uh, it's a good it's a good way to help them, help you, help them. You know what I mean? It's a win win. Right. It's a win win. Uh, later on, Skillbull says. <laughs> Later on on Instagram, send me the the name of what it is, mm-hmm. if you can. I will. Uh, yes, because I'll definitely reach out. But yeah, Instagram is definitely a great tool for uh, so much. That's for sure. It's definitely made this show possible. That's for sure. <laughs> Reaching out and getting good folks like yourself uh, to come on and tell their story it's been huge i don't think i'd be as far ahead as i am without uh, <laughs> instagram as a tool that's for sure yes uh, i've been using instagram now for about a year now i guess steadily so trying to lift the the fear of putting out too much information <laughs> I, I can understand that uh Here's a good, uh, where, where can you source some good alcohol, uh, medical grade alcohol? Uh, actually I get it from my uncle where he gets it from some factory and he gets it by the 55 gallon drum for like 550 bucks. So no, I, for someone in your shoes that needs, needs RSO. That's huge. That's huge. I'm glad you're able to uh, get it like that at a, a more economical cost. That's awesome. Yes. Now, I've never really wanted to use, uh, just say, uh, what is it, 151 or not 151, uh, Everclear. I never really wanted to use Everclear, so... I went with the medical grade alcohol just because, well, hopefully it would have better return. And I've never really talked to anybody that's used the Everclear. So I'd like to find that's out. That's the only way I've ever made it. Everclear? Yeah. Oh. That's the only I'd like that's you to try out, uh, try mine, see if you can see the, the, the difference, you know. It might have a different taste, or that'd be something to find out. Yeah, I'm sure. I I would like to, you know, compare the two. I'm sure there's something. The grains have got to leave something in there, I would think, because there's, you know, obviously there's some impurities left in there. But thank God they're uh, food grade. That's the way I feel. That's the only benefit I get from the, the, when I'm trying to justify it in my head, that's the one thing I get. I'm like, at least it's food grade. It's not, it's not that NAFTA, you know, or whatever. I'm not trying to use that shit. See, I try to run mine to where it's 
little bit more more like thick. I like mine thicker because I use mine for an ointment too. Just because just sometimes uh, I'll get a sore from being in my wheelchair. Dude, I'm in a wheelchair. I'm paralyzed from my ribs, the bottom of my ribs down. Uh, so I don't have no stomach muscles. I bend down and I use my arms. I get cuts on my hands and everywhere and I don't know it. So I use RSO to actually use it as a, uh, like a Band-Aid, you know, and I'll put it on it two, three days later, my sore is gone. You know, without that, I don't have circulation in my legs and stuff like that, like you guys do. So it takes two to three weeks for a little tiny sore to heal. So I found out that the Rick Simpson oil helps out with that. So I use it on that too. That's pretty awesome. I, when you said uh, you made or you use it like kind of as a lotion there, I thought you were making a, a lotion, but you're just kind of straight out putting some of the oil like as a salve right on the soil. Yep. yep. I just pretty much get a container. I can mix it with, you know, aloe vera or whatever like that. And I try to make my own little salve. It's pretty amazing. It, the plant really, and as I go on and hear more and more stories, it just, I, I, I like say last night, okay, you know, I've heard good stories and the night before I heard more stories and I, you know, every time I think I've had, a, you know, more faith in the plant, it just seems like I hear another story that makes me have that much more faith in the plant. You know what I'm saying? And uh, man, it's it's great that you can utilize it as well. The RSO on your sores like that as well. I mean, Tribal Gardens the other night was showing off how he had a he was making a salve or a, like a lotion for his patients and uh, putting it on as foot fungus, and uh, oh, wow. practically cleared it right up in a short amount of time. He was juicing it as well. He said. Yeah. Uh, he was going in at, like uh, during veg and pre-flower and snapping off a bunch of leaves and washing them and then juicing them. And he said he was uh, noticing health benefits just from the juice and the leaves uh, almost immediately. He was like making ice cubes out of them. I, you'd have to go back and uh, like watch uh, his video to be exact how he was using the ice cubes. But as it was being juiced, he filled up the ice trays and was freezing it for future use and he said that he was using like two ice cubes a day and it was helping out for his fibromyalgia and uh, the other problems he was having he said it was you know he noticed the benefits almost immediately almost as well as the RSO he was taking because he, he does uh, ingest both and, uh, oh who is that it, tribal gardens he was a couple nights ago uh Episode 36, I want to say. All Great right, episode. Yeah. Last couple, the last couple have been some really good ones. Last, well, they've all been good. I don't want to discredit anybody, but they've all been good. And uh, tonight, yours has been great as well. I'm not knocking this one. <laughs> Any, excuse me, so sorry. 
So, uh, is there any other uses you could uh, you know, pass along? Is there any other uh, medical benefits they could uh, try if they haven't tried? No, I'm. I guess not. I haven't jumped into a bunch of different ones. I just use my my dabs. I get a few dabs going a day, and I I got one joint might last me all day. You know, I don't smoke that that much weed all day, but I roll a fatty and smoke on it all day and take my RSO at nighttime. Try to be as productive as I can throughout the day. So don't want to get too tired. As I've been smoking this fatty the whole fucking time. <laughs> um, so, how late uh, do you pull? How long do you, are you able to let them go outdoors? And what strains do you suggest for outdoors? I know you suggested the Bruce Banner, but is uh, well, are there other ones you've tried in past years? That it's have all been, about uh, your zone, you know. It definitely look. Productive. Sorry, I cut no. you off. No, uh, okay. Ones that I definitely request is getting ones that are study up on your zone that you're definitely living in, you know. Uh, I live in uh, just a rainy area, so, or at least we get a decent amount of rain. Uh, but I got uh, fungus resistant strains, a lot of fungus resistant strains. Uh, my first flower, I got Gorilla Glue number four. Uh, I ran that last year. It was a perfect strain. Nothing happened to it. Uh, no aphids, no blight, no septoria, no nothing. Um, that starts flowering July 15th to July 20th. So it gets done about August, September 20th. So my flowering uh, process, I guess, starts about August or September 20th. And then every five to 10 days, I start harvesting from there. And it's gonna be a lot of work harvesting them girls. <laughs> well, I got an actually pretty damn good process, you know, especially once I I just take it straight off the flower into a five-gallon bucket. I literally let it after it's cured, but after it's cured, I go straight to a five-gallon bucket, uh, burp and cure it for another five to six weeks, and in that time, I'm still harvesting shit off plants but you know hopefully this year will be a lot better to where the dispensaries around me I can get rid of something to them just because hopefully the rules and laws have changed a little bit to where I can get in there yeah I agree it's gonna be a weird year and hopefully that uh I think the market's already going to be taxed, to be honest with you. So hopefully they'll be welcome us caregivers back in for at least another year with open open arms. 
because uh, all the COVID mess, I think that's really held up. A lot of people, a lot of growers, I know uh, some of the grows that are up and running have laid off a lot of people and are barely running. Oh, yeah. There's, uh, just say nurseries, there's uh, your grow shops where you're buying supplies. You know, they're straight up telling you to buy supplies for a 12-week, a 12-week stock up, you know, just because everybody's out there buying everything just like when i went and got my supplies from uh the warehouse i mean they were bone dry so i got everything that i could you know i got all my bat guanos that i could possibly need and you know it's hopefully hopefully gonna be enough I know I grabbed some extra cocoa. I was just over there yesterday and I grabbed a few extra blocks. I, I grow in cocoa myself. I'm trying to switch over. I'm getting ready to switch over to uh, to run a, at least an experimental like uh, no-till or super soil type bed. I'm not sure which system I'm going to go with. but uh, Something that... Uh, you know, a medium that I keep building on, you know, I'll probably you know, end up like a no-till or a living organic system where I'm adding worms and such. But uh, I can't uh, I can't just switch over right now. I got to play with it just a little like, area at a time. And when I was talking to Ganji Grow the other day, he was, he had, I was just on the, you know, ready to pull that trigger, you know, and make that switch. And then uh, he got me thinking, you know, about inviting uh, the living soil type environment into the other environments, you know what I mean? He's like, yeah, that one's great, but uh, you're it's also like a living system, you know, bugs and pathogens and stuff are going to be present, and, you know, may transfer over. And I thought, <laughs> you're right. <laughs> Do I want to try to mix them? But uh, I think if everything stays on point, I should be just fine. Just I guess a little worried about diving in. For some reason, the the living soil uh, or organic system is a little different car for me. I haven't ran that, like a dirt dirt type system. Very, See, I very run cocoa. Time. I run cocoa. Yeah, I am. The only other type of soil that I am running is uh, soil kings, uh, baby or big roots. You can get that here in Michigan, huh? Uh, no, he actually, uh, we was talking and stuff on Instagram, and he wanted to ship me some. So he shipped me like, oh, seven bags of big, uh, big roots, and then he shipped me some baby big roots. So, yeah, that was pretty cool. That's real cool. Did you happen to catch uh, some of last night's episode? They were talking him up last night too. Yes, it's a it's an amazing soil. But nope, last night we was dealing with power outage. Thought I was uh, gonna have to bust out the uh, generator. Just bought a nine thousand watt generator, so I was kind of froggy to look for any reason to use it. <laughs> yeah, my lost power today. Uh earlier for about four or five hours luckily just during the day 
and uh, wasn't too big of a deal. I wasn't. It's, it was in the bed cycle over there, and these ones were off during that period anyway, so it wasn't too big of a, a stress. Uh, but yeah, uh, Kino's genetic was on, and they were talking about um, their honeymoon. That's another good one. I'm telling. I'm not ter- trying to brag up the show here or nothing. MMP. But I'm telling you, last few nights have been really great shows, and they were one. But they were talking about their uh, they, when they got married on 420, and they ventured across the country, and they met a bunch of cool weed nerds, Father Mike and whatnot, and they ended up over there at uh, Soil King. And uh, they showed up over there, and uh, the store was closing, or, you know, just closing as they pulled in. And they told the guy they were there for Maine and, you know, just they ended up opening up the store. Patrick himself came, you know, from they said his kid's car was just broken into and he kind of put that aside, you know, to help them out to open up the store and hang out with them. And, you know, I was like, what an awesome guy. And then you follow up tonight with your story. It's like, man. It's just yeah. confirm, confirming their tale yesterday. It sounds like a, an awesome guy that I'm going to have to try to you know, reach out and see if he'll uh, come on. Oh, yeah, definitely. He seems definitely like a down-to-earth dude and looks like he likes to play with his toys and all the cars and crap like that. But, yes, uh, definitely got some good soil. I love the soil, nice and fluffy and He's definitely got a nice blend. Now I got a Durban poison in my soil amended uh, little technique style. And then I have a Durban poison that's Patrick's uh, big roots. So kind of doing those side by side. Both of them are doing amazing. Yeah, I like that my Duravan poison. Uh, I have a cut, you know, the C99 Winnie was C99 times Duravan poison. I'm pretty pretty happy with that one so far. Plus Duravan poison is just an amazing strain anyway. Should do you well outdoors. That's one of the ones that are supposed to be known for uh, mold resistance. Yeah, this is fungus resistant. And uh, well, this is another reason why I was like, doing the companion planting i got a uh a lot of yarrow i got a lot of yarrow just because yarrow attracts uh aphid lions aphid lions eat uh aphids so whether i got ground aphids or anything like that hopefully i got i think four or five plants i got a skittles uh chocolate skunk and an amnesia lemon that are not fungus or mold resistant. So hopefully uh, those will aside do good. Hopefully the fungus resistant will take to the area too. That's pretty awesome. Again, second time this week I've heard the mention of companion plants. <laughs> yeah, no, this grower who was in chat. Uh, was bringing he uses them indoors on his plants yes 
and that's where I've seen it. I've seen it around a few places, but reading up on it a lot too, just because each one, you know, doing different things. So I'm interested. I really am. I mean, why, if you can avoid putting pests, other pests in the garden or spraying shit by just adding, introducing another form of nature, uh, why not? You know, it doesn't sound like, and I know I've always looked at like these extra spaces, you know what I mean? That uh, in between the plants and like, man, it just seems like a wasted space. I know it's not <laughs> peak light, but it's still something's got to be able to survive down there. And if you a lot do- of it grow, a lot of it grows in shade, you know, like that yarrow that I was just speaking, it, uh, the benefits are like, like I said, the aphid lions, it brings on uh, essential oils, you know, so there's a lot of benefits that are other than the attraction of uh, predator mites or ladybugs or hummingbirds and stuff like this. So uh, a lot of it brings irrigation to the soil, you know, so that's a reason why I'm using it a lot outdoors too, just because I got a lot of clay in my area, so I want to try to bring aeration to the soil. So, bringing it any way that I can possibly bring it. That's something I've, again, now, because I never really dive into anything, well, except this damn show. <laughs> without any without any kind of research this was uh this is a learn as i go type thing but it, with the organics i've been kind of uh you know doing a lot of research reading some, a lot of books lately and uh i used to as you know somebody that builds houses and stuff i have always viewed clay to be uh kind of a bad thing it's tough to work around it's tough to dig through uh sheds water around you know the landscape of the house if it's too close to the ground soil but uh what i'm finding out is i um dig deeper into the organic and uh microbe systems that uh clay has a whole lot of uh nutrient value that i never you know it just it can't be compacted but if it's you know added back in and amounts certain amounts that it's very beneficial the search the surface area of clay holds a lot of nutrients i guess see like my holes i try to dig my holes outdoors down till i hit clay and a good like a gray clay so when i get that gray clay then i fill it in with compost i use my worm castings i use my cocoa uh, and it's been working out pretty damn good. So, are you adding in any type of uh, microbes, or are you just uh, counting? Oh yeah, cheese. Uh, actually, talking about microbes, I got it. Okay. Yeah, I use my. Wow, Wallace, it is a premium uh, mycorrhizal inoculant. Uh, It's for like giant pumpkins and uh, it's supposed to increase your yield up to 300%. And it does, it's an amazing 
mycorrhizal. Uh, well, that's the second time I've heard that too, the giant pumpkin. I believe uh, Kinyos was referencing that last night. That's a good size package. What? Uh, well, I got 20 pounds. I spent 165 bucks on uh, all the mycos. Yeah, that is, that's nothing. I mean, it's, you know, it's a lot. Don't get me wrong. But well, it's, it's, better not, than, it's better than what, the 30 bucks for four ounces from... Yeah, great white and shit. That's like 50 bucks, yeah. Yeah. If you look got, at it in them terms, I mean, that's what you just showed me in that bag. That's, you know, if you were to divide it up in like them packages, like you said, it, it'd be like a grand. Yeah. <laughs> So yep. 160 bucks, man, I'm down. We're, you know, that's especially wowwallace.com wow, or wallacewow, I think it is.com. But definitely go check them out. I like it. You know, it's, uh, and then if you check on, you know, I'm just saying I've checked into uh, the mycorrhizal and what mycorrhizal is sort of best for your marijuana plants and i'm not too exactly sure right offhand but you know your mycorrhizal plant or your mycorrhizal is like 12 or 16 different species in great white but you know you get like eight i think there's eight or ten species in wild wallace so you know yeah i'm not too sure which one he's dropping or something like that, but he's got it down for obviously his pumpkin. So, and I like. Well, it. I know the ones that I've watched Jeff Lowenfels talk. He's always stated that uh, you know the basic ones that you need are no different in you know uh, quality than one from the other. He said they basically you know come from the same source. So, yeah, with that being said, if, you know, you have results that they these are working for you, why wouldn't you, you know? And then it's too easy probably to do a side-by-side -side for somebody that is really that curious, you know what I'm saying? Internet's right. a hell of a thing. Uh, but I'm down for numbers right there, you know what I'm saying? I, yeah. I'm not, I'd rather save a few bucks, and uh, like I said, that's the second time this week I've heard about that product right there. And both of you have said great things about it, so why wouldn't I uh, <laughs> save myself yeah. some money and look into it? In fact, I'm going yeah. to look into it. Thank you. <laughs> I wanted to get uh, a nice inoculant just because I want to, like I said, also detour the fungus and disease and mycorrhizal is known for that, so everything that I can possibly do to strengthen the plants, disease and fungus resistance. That's what I'm going to do. And then that rolls into my, my seed sprout teas. You know, I've been using a lot of seed sprout teas uh, to boost the enzymes of the plant. So that's supposed walk, to walk us through your seed sprout tea, please. If you could. 
I don't want to steal all your YouTube content, but <laughs> no, no, <laughs> no, hopefully they're going to come right back and watch it. You know, go back and watch all your stuff anyway. So. Well, on my seed sprout tea video, I go into a lot of detail about seed sprout teas, but you know, your seed sprout teas, uh, I use a fast germinating seed, uh, alfalfa. Alfalfa and barley are fast sprouting, so it ain't going to be like your corn. Your corn's going to take, I don't know, I've seen it take all the way up to five days to sprout. So I use alfalfa and, you know, soak it, or alfalfa and barley, soak it for eight to 10 hours, drain off the water, throw it in a uh, paper towel and strainer, uh, let it sit for 12, 24 hours, and uh, you'll get a tail on it throw that into a blender and blend it up, throw it into your next fertilizer feeding, your, your compost feeding, or just regular water feeding. It doesn't matter. You know, it's just enzymes. So, and you'd stand back and watch your plants shoot up. Seriously. All right. Not to refer, keep referring to Mr. Badass here, Mr. Jack. That's why I love him. <laughs> He's in chat saying that uh, the Wow Wallace has an Indo micro cry, right? <coughs> excuse me, micro cries. A, I've still fucked it up, but uh, he said it's the proper one for cannabis. So yes. we're using, you're right, going down the right road there. And it sounds like at a much better price point. Yeah, I'm. Um... Now, like, again, this will be my first year using that. Last year, I used a, a landscaping microhorizon, but it was like a, I think it was an Indo. It was the same price, but it I got half the poundage. I got 10 pounds for 165 bucks. So definitely happy I ran across this. I'm glad you did, too, because... Oh, well, so. I'm going to look into it first thing tomorrow. I'm not leaving bullshit because I'm all about saving that money. <laughs> yes. Now, I do not know if I could use this for like a, like what you do is great white, you know, in your compost teas and stuff like that. I've never used it that way, but it would be interesting to find out if I could use it in compost teas. I don't see why not. I don't see why not either. But I would mainly just want it for a generous transplant. You know what I mean? Yes. Yeah. And at 160 bucks, I would think that I would use it, you know, a lot more generously than I would be at the 50 bucks per four ounce rate. Yes. Um, so yeah. how do you feel about uh, watering in mycos? That's another thing i'm kind of always wondered about versus you know trying to sprinkle it on the root ball versus trying to water it straight into the root uh which you think is a little more beneficial if you could you know ideally go at it well uh definitely probably uh adding it to your transplant it's going to be readily there for your plants and your roots over 
watering it in, but I, I love watering it in too. You know, I use uh, my great white, but I also use my azos. I add like a good handful of azos into uh, my enzyme or my seed sprout teas. You know, when I use my azos, I don't use no measurement. I just take a good size handful and throw it in. So I like the mycos and azos uh, from Stream Gardens. Yeah, I I usually use them too. Yeah, I use them a lot as well. As well as I like to water some in. Uh, I use the azos and mycos at transplant, and then I like to water some in, like say mid veg, then right maybe a week and a half before flower, and then uh, like a week week and a half into flower. And then I cut them off after that. Just kind of hope that there's enough in there to do their things to the end. The salts don't kill them off. Right. Yes. Uh, you Do you add worms and stuff to your uh, soil also? No, because uh, I'm using a cocoa. I mean, it's... Uh, I still have worms. My... Do you? Yeah. Well, see... A lot of my worms come from, I use my uh, worm bin. Now I got a worm bin that's got a drain hole in the bottom and I don't have a filter on it. So whatever tiny baby worms that are in that wor or juice that comes out of there, I'll take the juice out of there and throw it in my uh, compost teas just because I feed my worms uh, strictly bananas, just a uh, high potassium and so in that worm or in that worm bin juice, there's a lot of worms. And I've noticed when I'm doing my transplants that there's tons and tons of worms in my cocoa. And that's the only possible well, anywhere that they could have came from. So I'm pretty sure they're coming from that. Hmm. Again, you got me thinking there, MMP. Uh, they'd be happy in that chunky, chunky cocoa, and I think they, if I oh, fed sure. them and they'd stay, I'd throw them in there. Oh, you use chunky cocoa? I use oh, the cocoa. Chunky. I use cocoa fiber. This is it right here. Got to go up. It's almost like wood chips. See, this is mine. Yeah, that's much finer. It looks like the, uh, they have a version of this from the same company that uh, that isn't nearly as. But I, 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 I like the, the chunky stuff myself just for the aeration. It keeps me from adding any type of perlite or anything else for for aeration. Is, is why I like the, that in particular cocoa. Yep. See, but I it use... looks like a it look you, what you were running there looked you know nice and spongy and airy, but yet it looked like it retained water well. What brand are you using there? Uh, Root Royal. Root. I think it's Root Royal from or Royal Root from 
growth supply shop. Awesome, awesome uh, soil. Uh, I like using soil because it's it's lighter for me to move around in my wheelchair. Uh, it's I'm going to say 25 pounds for a 10 gallon pot compared compared to 40 pounds for a 10 gallon pot. So a little bit easier for me to handle and especially using the blocks, you know, easier for me to handle and add the water to and maneuver. Yeah, that's actually why I switched to uh, different reasons though. Uh, to a cocoa or a lighter mix originally. I was running, when I first started growing, it was in a, a soil type, but I was uh, unfortunately running in, in like an attic atmosphere. Oh. Uh, no, attic atmosphere about it. It was straight up an attic that I had, you know, sealed up, drywalled it all off and uh, was growing in it. And uh, yeah, just, I was worried about the weight, you know, I had a bunch of plants up there and I was like, man, as I'm lugging them up there, I'm like, I just know as a builder, this is adding up. <laughs> and then as I, you know, got uh, medical and legal and uh, <laughs> uh, taking out more and more patients, uh, more and more pots definitely were added up. And I was like, man, I had... It was just because of the weight thing, just like you said, man. I was in search of trying to just cut that right in half, which ultimately led me to the pro mix and cocoa. Ultimately, cocoa was just for that reason right there. It was just the easy load upstairs. Uh, that, that and it was, it was a lot cheaper. It was a cheaper than soil. You know, at the time, I was getting blocks for eight nine dollars but you know now they up the price to cocoa in my area you know one block is like 25 bucks so just smiling here because uh i fucking excuse my language i don't know how if you swear or not but uh i i swear a little bit there mfp i looked down and i was just fixing to roll up a another round of uh, a dube here. <laughs> I looked down and I was just getting kind of stuff it into my roller. I looked down and I had a big old hunk of my chunky, chunky cocoa in there. <laughs> I was getting ready to smoke my chunky, chunky cocoa. <laughs> that would have been a nice like, surprise. That would have been a nice surprise. Oh, I'm sure it would have stood right out. <laughs> Definitely. <laughs> oh, shoot. So what were you dabbing on? I know I did, I did notice you uh, took a dab earlier. Uh, what were you uh, partaking in there? Oh, I got some super lemon haze. Nice. <laughs> Heck yeah. So is that a turd profile that you're pretty fond yeah, of? Yes, yeah, super lemonine. lemon haze. Is the lemonine a uh, uh, turd that you like? Uh, is it uplifting for you like it is most? That's a stupid question, I guess. But I know I'm a fan of the lemon, but I'm a better fan of the, the pine, I guess. Lemon's like probably a 
third, fourth down my list. Uh, this but one it's don't all preference. This don't have a lemony terpene too much. Now that's another reason why I'm trying to. I got terpenator. I'm using a lot of terpene booster uh, this year because outdoors. Uh, I just didn't get that much terpenes in my flower. So that's why I'm using a lot of the companion planting and everything that I can to boost the essential oils and terpenes. And I'm using Terpenator and also using Fish Shit from Fish Head Farms uh, just as a soil conditioner and terpenes. I think to be, to be quite honest with you, brother, uh, I would pull the friggin' Terpenator right out of your regimen and just worry about, uh, you know, the fish shit. I, I run, actually, that I've noticed that, I've been running that for almost a year now, the Alaska the fertilizer fish shit uh, yeah. in small doses. You know, I'm running, I mix up 15 gallons, you probably see the tub back there, that blue tub. <laughs> Uh, 15 gallons at a time, and I'm only adding like 50 mils per, you know, 15 gallons. So every watering, so a little bit every time. But ever since I've been adding the, the fish, I've noticed, I've noticed a, a good torque profile all in itself. And with the, the companion plants, like you say, they do bring out uh, more terps in the plants themselves just because the interaction with one from the another but what I found with that damn Terpenator is it works, but it almost works too well. It uh, it will blend your shit together. You'll notice that lime and ween is present in all your strains. If it was there or not, it will definitely be pronounced in there before. Which I didn't mind it uh, as far as the flavor when I ran it. I did enjoy it, but as far as somebody that ran multiple strains it definitely blended my shit together so just kind of keep that in mind and that fish shit that you you're holding up there i have ran that as well that's it yep good shit especially if you're going to run it outdoors indoors it was a little stinky you know what i mean but if outdoors yeah i would definitely uh yeah it's gonna help you out so I was going to, as soon as I go outdoors, um, I'm going to continue. I'm going to try to condition my soil. So I'm going to hit it as soon with the fish shit from Fish Head Farms and try to condition the soil, just try to, you know, put all the microbes and everything in, in the soil for a good jump start for the plants, get them everything that they're possibly going to need. But Yes, I do got a lot of Alaskan fish fertilizer. So I use a lot of Alaskan fish fertilizer for uh, my compost teas. It's good stuff. Yeah. Yes, it is. Especially if I, you know, I learned the other day, I found that shit, I think it was at Walmart. (laughs) Walmart? No shouts out to Walmart. But yeah. uh, I found that stuff at Walmart for like, I think it was 17 bucks a gallon. It was actually cheaper than any, any other place I found it at. Yeah, you buy it by a gallon and it's like $4 more than buying it by a quart. 
So like buying it by quart, it was like 14 bucks. Buying it by a gallon, it's like $4 more. So definitely buying it by the gallon. It's, uh, I've noticed that <clears throat> I got that <laughs> economics. That's sad right there, MMP. That's street economics 101 right there. <laughs> I always look got that kind of attitude from uh, buying bags when I was fucking younger. I always knew it was bigger to buy that, like that ounce and like get a couple people to go in on it with you or whatever. And you could get that ounce and get yours for cheaper. You know what I'm saying? And I've always okay. kind of applied that shit right to uh, everything else, and especially uh, nutrients. If you can afford to buy it, that shit in gallons, and you can save yourself some money buying in gallons versus trying to you know, milk it out in quarts, and trying to get buying quarts. You, you can don't definitely think get at least one free buying in gallons. Well, it would be, it would be about two and a, what, two and a half quarts, three, maybe three and a half quarts. I don't know, three, at least two and a half quarts free that you'd be getting it. So. Yeah, that's just good, man. <laughs> I found uh, actually the molasses too. I found a uh, molasses that I'm happy with at uh, Tractor Trailer Supply. It's a food grade molasses for uh, $8 a gallon. Right on. What kind of uh, molasses do you use? It's uh, right here. It's uh, for the year. <laughs> hey. Oh, nasty looking. No, I use the almost the same shit. There you go. <laughs> it's got an 82, it's got an 82 bricks level out of, I think, 83 or 85. So, I mean, it's got an amazing bricks level. So, and there's no sulfur. There's no harmful shit in there. So, definitely going to be trying to save that buck. Yeah, what fucking thing, small thing of molasses at the grocery store is fucking four or five bucks. Yeah, four. Just, yeah. Yeah. Damn. And now I use, I use dry molasses too. I use dry dry molasses and transplants and just to give the plants a little bit of sugar boost. You know, I use it as a top dressing amendment and. Uh, in compost teas, you know, I add my dry amendment of elf or uh, molasses too. Yeah, I haven't uh, worked with the dry molasses yet. Uh, but I thought I'm sorry. 13 ahead. bucks for 50 pounds. And what's uh, like a rate that you'd mix that in? I use it by handfuls, you know. I just mix it in to probably two cups per 10 gallons. Something like that. So what are your, what is your favorite uh, turf? What works 
what is the most calming? What's working the best for you? I know we talked briefly strains, but we didn't talk necessarily uh, terps. You know, like we briefly touched on the lemon there, but it's like, is it orange or lemon or pine? It's about what's best for you, you know, to just kind of relax and, you know, clarify yourself. So it, it, it works different for everybody, you know. Yeah, I'm more, I just definitely look more for the pain. Uh, I'm not definitely a turp favor. Uh, once I have pain, that's the only thing that I'm looking to get rid of. Just because it just, I get so pain so bad to where it just feels like somebody's ripping my ribs out. Somebody's stabbing me in the back, you know, twisting my spine up. So that's my main objective to get rid of. Sounds like Mercium would be, uh, Mercium high strains would be good for you. Yeah, see, the next thing that I was looking into was a high CBD. Now, I was looking into like a Ringo's gift or because that was like a 28% CBD. So I'd like to try to, I'd try some CBD and I've never really tried it. So especially smoking it or in RSO. That's what I was thinking as well. I was just thinking, as you said, if you weren't, uh, if it didn't even work that well for you as, uh, you know, smoking it or gabbing it, uh, you could always turn it in or mix it with your RSO, just to, you yeah. know, full spectrum it a little bit. Yeah, so now, like with my RSO, I'll like, I'll make candy bars and stuff like that, and lock them up and put them in safe areas to where, I'll use candy bars and stuff throughout the day. And just because using your Simpson oil or your RSO, it gives you a kind of a bad taste in your mouth. And so I kind of try to mix something into it. Candy bars with some coconut or something in it. It usually works pretty dang good, I've found, to bury that. Yes. Yes, it does. I actually have had uh, my first and the only that I only one that I can really say for sure hallucinating experience with edibles was uh, partly due to the mint. Uh, I made a bunch of uh, there. It was a strong batch of butter anyway, and I made cookies with it. And I knew they were going to be strong cookies anyway. They come out and I, and I just, they tasted just like uh, a fresh batch of like thin mint cookies. And I just kind of like powered them. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was in deep before I realized what I had done. And I uh, smoked one and laid, laid down. And when I woke up, I was <laughs> I was uh, very, very, everything was very vivid and it was a good time. I wouldn't, uh, uh, for amateurs or anybody that wasn't looking for that kind of buzz, uh, I wouldn't suggest it. But for myself, I, I kind of enjoyed it momentarily. You know, I was in a safe area and I'd kind of been close to there before. So I knew, <laughs> knew how to enjoy it. <laughs> Yes. Now that Simpson oil, when I first started doing that, it, it, it want my ass, you know, it, 
make me go lay down, you know, turn my stomach actually a little bit. So until I got used to that and, you know, figured out my dosage, you know, I kind of had to be leery about how much I took about that. Just because my RSO is probably made with 17, 18% THC, just because it was last year's flower. But hopefully this year will be a little bit better. Well, as long as it's working for you, that's, you know, that's all that matters. Yes. Yep, taking care of a lot of the spasms. I actually have a baclofen pump that's in my stomach. I have a baclofen pump that's been inserted into my stomach. It's a, it's a machine that's probably double the size of a hockey puck, uh, thickness and width-wise. And uh, that's also to help try to control my spasms that I have just because... Yeah, they get bad some days. So not to get too far off topic, but uh, I guess just because it's my show and I get to, to guide it as I feel, I guess. <laughs> you know what I mean? Uh, I love ink, and I noticed that you have some, and I don't want to, like, because it's similar to your face, it can be just as, a, you know, marking. Uh how covered are you? I've noticed that you have some cool stuff from uh, your posts, and uh, but uh, I, I, yeah, I don't know if you can see. I got one arm almost done. It's all the way up to. It's up to my arm up here, but this arm's pretty much done. I got. It's nice. actually. It says, I got it to where it says. Determination, heart, strength, motivation, uh, you know, motivational quotes. Try to keep my day strong. Pretty awesome. Pretty awesome. I enjoy my, I have a lot of ink myself and I, uh, I enjoy others ink too. Yeah. Is that it's it? Like just, it? Just the one side you've started there? Oh, uh, no, I got, I got this. <laughs> Terribly down, addicting. I got my, uh, it's on my legs. I got it down my legs, too. I got on one leg, I got, uh, it's like a demon fading into a soul. Then on the other leg, got, uh, it says life struggle, just because every day is. It's pretty awesome. Mine are done. I, I actually one the left leg is done from toes all the way to my hip. Yeah. <laughs> and the other one's pretty well done. I've started at, you know, pretty well done and I'm starting back at the toes and I've worked I'm trying to fill the gaps coming back up. Is I'm in full bore now. I didn't think I'd ever be in as deep as I am right now. But yeah, I'm I love some ink and it I call it ink therapy. It just, right. it's just my way of just kind of dealing with, uh, it's my outlet very, pretty much, man. Most people will go, how the fuck can you sit there? I can sit there and have, I've had 
conversations. I had Instagram one time while I had my foot done. <laughs> the top of my foot. I was sitting there talking to people and the guy and my daughter. And everybody's like, how are you just carrying on a conversation like that? And it's just, yeah, uh, it's weird. I just tune it out. And top of the, the foot. Same for you? Uh, well, I got my hand done and it took about two hours, but I don't know. I didn't, I didn't like. That's, the Top of the hand ain't no, that's no easy spot. Right well, there. That, and when I got in my car accident, I uh, actually almost severed my arm. It actually severed it all the way down to the bone. So all the nerve endings right there are like severely sensitive. So that was a pain in the ass to try to get that done. But yeah, that was, you know, it's not nothing that I hate. You know, I love going to get ink. It's just more about time right now, especially with the garden and getting things prepared. And once they start flowing, you know, I can go get some more. But yes, I usually go. You can't even go get none right now, even if you wanted to. I've been Jones in this whole damn COVID. I mean, I literally had, like, appointment the day after the restrictions went on. I was like, man, as I'm, I'm addicted. I, I'm, I mean, I hate to say that I'm addicted to anything. I could give up cannabis, I think, at this point before I would really give up that, that ink for some reason. It's just a, it's a weird thing. Once you get started, it's a, it's a weird journey. <laughs> it's a fucking weird journey once you get going, man. But do I, 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 there's times, there's actually times where I've looked back at pictures without the, the tats and stuff. And it's like, it's weird. It's weird. Don't I don't recognize yourself like that. No, yeah. I don't. And even like on my legs, the spots that are uh, in between, I hate them. I hate them fucking, them spots, man. I just, I'm so wanting them, uh, the blank spots in between just filled. It's just been <laughs> lately. I don't know. It's been full more lately. This last two years, I've really dove in. Yeah. See, so like do you have a, I'm go sorry. Ahead. Go ahead, brother. My uh, tattoo artist is actually a, a buddy of mine. So if I don't catch him in the shop, I catch him at home. And his house is about 45 minutes away. And shop is about an hour so not much difference in uh time going to the shop or his house but yes he's open for business right now so nice that'd be awesome keep trying to tempt my guy he won't do it keep trying in fact i just seen him yesterday he's like because the the band was like borderline and uh again i uh, this whole time, I've been like, man, come on. I'm first up, right? Right? <laughs> Wait, well, a lot of their, yesterday. A lot come of those bosses, me. a lot of those bosses, they find out they're uh, tattooing at home. They're fired, and they get fined. Yeah, that's what he was saying. He That's his exact words, because he, he's the shop owner, and he's the only artist there. He's like, man, to be honest with you, it, I'd pay the five grand if I got busted. He's like, I, I have lost that much. Easy. He said, but losing my license? I'm not down with that. And I'm like, I, 
I respect that. I can respect it. Yeah. So it's... I just got to wait. <laughs> I, I'm a firm believer once you get working with an artist, you know, and he understands like the kind of direction you're going. As long as you're super happy with his work, stick with that guy until you know something happens you're not happy with his work you know whatever you know it's yeah. harder to mix different artists and i don't suggest it the dude that i got uh he's got a uh he's got magnetic coils so that's pretty cool he's you know he's always putting all of his extra money into the equipment and you know just like Pretty much same thing, thing that I do. You know, any type of extra money I do, I put it back into my garden. You know, it's what everybody should do. You know, put it in something they love. And I totally agree. I totally agree. Uh, <clears throat> that's the way I built my construction business as well. You know, every job I did, I always made sure and bought one tool for the future until I had everything I needed to do shit. And then I still continued to buy tools. Uh, you know, that habit was hard to break after that. You know, it was always one thing, you know, even if it was you know, a fucking screwdriver or a set of bits or something. High quality. Yeah, you know, I figured I was investing in myself and investing, making it easier and faster, making the next job easier and faster. Right. It's always how I justified it. So is that your uh, main job is construction? It used to be. Um, it's, let's see here. I think it was 2010. Uh, I kind of started to phase over from uh, construction into caregiver. And uh, I've been able to sustain as a caregiver, you know, since then. Uh, I still many, do. Uh, uh, go ahead. How many patients you got? Five plus myself. Yeah, that's that's too many for me to take care of. <laughs> it's all by myself too. It's a full time job. You know, I couldn't you know do construction right now if I wanted to. to be honest with you, which kind of bums me out because it, it's a true passion for me. You know, I've I've been lucky my whole life to uh, follow things I've enjoyed to do and uh, cannabis is the one uh, I've just kind of beat myself up through the years doing the, the woodworking and uh, I enjoyed being around the cannabis plant 24-7 so it's, it was a easy phase there right on and you kind of I, I guess since we're going to lull the, there uh he asked me about the show here. And no, this was a, something I kind of took on as a hobby. You know, this isn't a job. I just, uh, I enjoy meeting people like yourself. And uh, there's a great community out there that uh, enjoys watching great folks like yourself. And uh, the knowledge that gets passed down from person to person. And uh, I've been graced through my cannabis career uh, not only as a medical grower but you know the earlier days of knowing breeders uh back in the day and i've done a lot of seed testing which uh kind of led me first and foremost to uh 
a friend of mine that just passed on uh, some cool there. And uh, he opened up a lot of doors for me. And uh, those doors opened other doors and I was able to uh, meet a lot of great folks in the cannabis industry. And so I just kind of thought I'd use a little bit of that leverage to uh, get some of them people on and talk to them like just like yourself and uh, that's spread awesome. as much spread as much out as I could you know and that's the point is uh I, I try to bring somebody on every night just like yourself uh you know in my book there's no greater one than the other you know this week I've had Mr. Soul on Jinx Proof will be on later this week you know I've had some great Canada Canadian growers on I don't specialize in any one region. You know, I feel the smallest gardens just as amazing as the biggest gardens, you know. The guy running that 4 by 4 tent can uh, be running some amazing tech just as much as the guy that's got 1,500 plants, you know. Just because he's not utilizing the same tech doesn't mean that uh, there isn't great tips in there to be found. Right. So one by one, that's uh, the the option. I just kind of keep reaching out to people like yourself and seeing if they want to come on and tell their story. And you know, you know, you were a good one to reach out to because you've already had uh, your a YouTube channel somewhat established, and I was hoping to help you grow your channel and get you know some knowledge out there. And uh, to be quite honest, the story's been better than I I thought it would be. You know. Uh, I knew I was going to enjoy tonight. I enjoy every story, but uh, I didn't realize how deep your story was. You know what I'm, I'm saying here? I didn't, uh, I kind of briefly picked up on your videos that you were in a wheelchair, but, uh, you know, getting to know you and hearing your story and shit just uh, makes me want to tune in all the more. And that's what I've come to find out about getting everybody on so far is, uh, the people that's come on and told their stories, it's, it's just seemed to like tighten that, you know. A lot of us hang out in these chats, you know, you watch from show to show to show to show to show on these YouTubes and you see the same names pop up and everything. And so you start building that uh, camaraderie and it's, I'll get to that in a second. I guess I got a little side story, that camaraderie. But this is kind of taking it up a notch, you know. I'm trying to grab all these names that we see in the chats and that we admire and, you know, putting their face out there, telling their story. And, you know, it, every night it just, you hear these stories and now you feel like you've met somebody at one of these events, you know. And it's so much easier for me, you know. I actually now, when I'm seeing all these names in chat, like, like now from now on, when I see you in chat, I'm going to see you in chat. You know what I'm saying? Right. I, I'm going to be able face. to relate a voice and a face with this. And uh, it's going to be much more personal. And that's what I've noticed about, you know, in the chat so far that people that's come out, it's, it's really tightened, you know, things up, if you will. And uh, I'm just uh, happy to be, I'm, I, I just told, I've said this so many nights, you know, I, I'm a good grower and I try to expand as much knowledge as I can. But as far as this goes, I'm just a, I'm just a fucking tool. You know, <laughs> you, the people that are watching this show, they're, they're the driving force and they're the, what makes everything about this 
uh, watchable. It makes it, uh, you know, everything it is. It makes me want to do it. And uh, I do it for them. And I, I love hearing, you know, your, your, your guys' story. You're, you know, I, I've, I've seriously enjoyed this and you've touched me. Your story has touched me tonight. Right. Thank you for, I definitely thank you for uh, having me on. No, I thank you for coming on. You were saying uh, something earlier about, yes, me being in a wheelchair. uh, I actually uh, am the first person in Michigan to have exoskeleton robotic legs, too. I have uh, robotic rewalk legs. So I get to get in them on my my free time, uh, which isn't very often. <laughs> it's going to be a whole new uh, learning experience all on itself. You know what I mean? Oh, yeah. Yeah, I, I like using them indoors. I got I got my exoskeleton robotic legs. I got a uh, 4 by 4 power wheelchair. I got stand-up power, uh, stand-up wheelchairs, and I got a few things just to get, you know, halfway three quarters of the way normal life you know so i do everything that's needed to be done oh obviously you know i mean i've caught that through the story which would make it and it can be easy to be a single father of two boys of that age and you know life's hard as it is much less the obstacle life has thrown you but you've seemed to 100 percent made fucking yeah, I'm just thankful for. Oh yes, I'm very thankful that I. I mean, I got my boys, and they're a big help. You know, they're ten and thirteen, and you know, I don't let them get on games all day long. So we get outside and do productive stuff, and you know, our fun time is bike rides and hanging out. So. I like hanging out with kids and doing as much as I possibly can. So, you know, I, I, I'm very much respecting the fact here on MP that uh, you casually brush it off because there's a lot of people that, uh, you know, and I'm speaking from knowing people, not necessarily as, as bad off, but I've seen uh, smaller instances destroy people injuries and through uh, pharmaceutical drugs and you could have easily been one of those folks that you know uh, let this injury get down on you and just buried yourself in the pharmaceuticals possibly never to come out but obviously uh, you're not that type of person you know what I'm saying and uh, you found the strength to uh, not to let it beat you like that you know and that's very respectable brother I mean very I had a, a big encouragement just for myself just to not let my kids see me popping pills all day long just for to get out of pain and then be that couch potato that's drooling all over himself and you know not be able to motivate my kids to do what's right and what needs to be done to have them enjoy the life that I know is out there and that we have. So yes, definitely try to keep certain things away from my kids. That's pretty inspiring. It really is. 
It, it truly is. Uh, and I'm glad that uh, you were, you know, uh, able to come on here and talk to us about it for sure. Yeah. Some yes, people, thank you. Some people can be uh, weird, you know, about uh, talking about themselves and, you know, especially their personal selves, their injuries and stuff like that. I know I've reaching out to people, I've had uh, a lot of different responses. Yay, nay, uh, anxiety uh, has been uh, uh, more than one no because of anxiety and uh, the way just the the what's going on in their lives so i'm i'm super glad that uh you were able to come on and share share yours you know it's, well, it's not an easy thing to do you know it's i'm, I'm trying to give you 100 percent credit this this is ain't not an easy thing to do this uh like recording your videos and stuff you know you can go back and look and you can edit that shit but yes you know, it's when you fucking turn on this eye right here and people don't realize when you you sit in front of this thing and you click that, you know, that button and you know that the world is out there. Yeah. It's not so easy to, uh, to spit it out. Right. So, that's yeah. Awesome. I, I really appreciate it. You know, I try to be real. You know, I try to let you know, especially... No bullshit. You know, I try to tell the truth and I guess my experiences and especially with growing my knowledge and dislikes, you know, that's all out there, especially on my uh, channel, uh, Instagram. You know, I try to do more daily videos, but, I, you know, it's all real, you know, nothing fake about it know you had uh briefly we're not in any hurry and i'm not trying to rush you off in any way <clears throat> excuse me i'm just trying to make sure we cover everything as thoroughly as we can possibly cover this you had briefly mentioned earlier uh your partnerships with uh you know uh, dr enzymes and stuff like that so uh can you throw out do you, you obviously have codes correct for uh, your partners, are you talking about you affiliate mean? codes? Yeah, yeah, your affiliate codes. Do you have a, you know, a code for Doctor Enzymes and uh, like that for any other any other people that you can throw? No, off? actually, uh, Doctor Enzymes. I just got uh, connected with them. Uh, the amazing, or okay, the amazing Doctor Zions. Just connected with them. Uh, Primordial Solutions. I was just tinkering around with them. They just sent me uh, nutrients and shit just for videos. Now, I love growing marijuana.com. Um, and a few other ones. Uh, they don't, they just give me an affiliate discount. But I guess I, I make 25 or 20% off of every sale, but you know, That's why I'm, I'm asking you to throw them out there. <laughs> yeah, they haven't. They haven't given me any code yet. They haven't given me okay. any code yet. Okay. No, they just give me. They've given me affiliate discounts right now. 
So look to his channel and his uh, Instagram for future codes. Yes, hopefully. I literally just talked to Amazing Dr. Zines today. Uh, I was trying to buy another gallon of the enzymes, and they were just talking to me about uh, getting that set up, and they were going to shoot me an email with the code in there. So hopefully by the end of the week, I'll at least have the Amazing Dr. Zines code. But, yes. That's what I should do is update the bio and other things like that with all the the affiliate codes. Yes, sir. I'd use them in my hashtags as well. <laughs> right on. Yeah. If you got them, yeah. you might as well push them. <laughs> yep. I, uh, I try to reach out, try to get as many, as much help as, you know, out there. You know, I got help from the Green Bicycle. I don't know if you've ever used them. Uh, green Bicycle Compost Teas. And a few other ones. I haven't, but that's another uh, name in the community that seems to be helping out a lot more and more. Yeah. They sent me over 25 pounds of ocean bounty. So I can use that outdoors. I figure I'd use that right off the get go uh, with the fish shit from Fish Head Farms and uh, the green bicycle. So. Yeah, he was just uh, actually working with Subcool for those uh, super soil packs. Yes. That's who he was working with. Great dude. Yeah. It actually, Subcool is the one who turned me on to Green Bicycle. Uh, Subcool and Seattle Steve. Uh, Subcool pushed me over to Seattle Steve and talked to him about a few things. And yes, then I got connected to Green Bicycle. So very happy to have them in the regiment. That's what I say it every night, man. This this community that uh, this canvas community is pretty amazing, you know. That's why I, I dig it. And you know what? I kind of straight off. I I kind of branched off when I was talking about the the cannabis community. Uh, it's pretty been pretty cool because since I've been doing this show, I have, my daughters are older. You know, they're uh, twenty five. They're turning twenty five, thirteen. Coming up this month, and I want to give away to uh, 25, 21, and 17. Uh, so, uh, since I've been doing this show, they've never been on, they've never been involved in my cannabis uh, social, if you will. But since I've been doing this show, they've been uh, kind of hanging out in this, uh, in the show and in the chat a little bit. And uh, Lexi, in particular, has gotten the bug, the cannabis bug. And, you know, she is, she doesn't use the plant in any kind of way. I mean, she, it helped her after a car accident uh, with anxiety. She was thrown two years ago from a, a moving car and was very lucky to be alive. And they were doing uh, 110 when the car rolled and they were, both girls were ejected into the tree line and were 
very, very lucky. Uh, you know, they had their own injuries and it was some some uh, some heal up time, but most of it was uh, anxiety for Alexis. The CBD helped uh, her get off the pharmaceuticals because we had it was a ride. The stuff they were prescribing, a terrible ride. Yeah, but she found your- uh, she found relief in that. But so she doesn't use it she, occasionally if things get too bad. She uses CBD, but she's been hanging out in the chats here, and she's caught the cannabis community bug. So she doesn't. She's not a grower, and she does not necessarily a user, but she watches every night and loves hanging out and interacting with everybody in the chat. I mean, like in the mornings or during the day tomorrow, she'll be like, you know, I talked, did you, did you catch this in chat? Did you catch that? You know? And she's like, you know, telling me everything. And she's, I can see this spark and she's like, even like nights when I've like logged off early, she's like, I don't even know what to do now. I'm so used (laughs) to hanging out with you in the chat that, uh, you know, it's become a part of her life, and it's it's kind of it's kind of been touching to see it pass on. You know, well, it's awesome that's that you guys. It, it's I'm awesome sorry, that you yeah. guys. Awesome that you guys can you know create something to bond around. You know, at least you guys have that. Yeah, it's it's nice to see because that's what caught me all years and years ago was the, the community. You know, seeing everybody and building that camaraderie. And that's kind of what's led up to this. But uh, seeing here get caught up in it and uh, finding, you know, some solace, and, you know, you know, finding herself in it, it's been really cool, you know, seeing it. And I, I love it. Every time I see that name in there, and you know, I, I know she's all lit up on the other end. And uh, it's awesome. Right on. Uh, that's it's awesome. awesome. She finds see. enjoyment. It's it's nice to see the the transcend the generation. I guess you know? it's an awesome time that uh, we live in that uh, it isn't demonized anymore. We can uh, there'll there'll become a time that you know that hopefully someday uh, you'll be able to experience it with your your children. You know, I'm not saying you know you push them that way or whatever, but I'm sure. And let's see here, another uh, 10, 12 years. We've come a long way here in the last, you know, 10 years, whatever. 10, 12 years, it may be even a more sociably norm. Rather than going out and having a drink with your boys, it may be much more socially acceptable to uh, enjoy a cannabis cigarette with them. And I hope that's in that when they're of that age that uh, we're in that type of world. Oh yeah, it's a, a much better community. <laughs> it's a much better community. I'd rather <laughs> I'd rather smoke a joint any day than pick up alcohol, just because you know, especially with my body, my body does not process alcohol the way you know your body does. My, you know, it's just a different battle if I was going to drink. So I definitely will stay with smoking and Davin and RSO for sure. The American one, uh, I know we've already been through this and I know it seems kind of redundant, but they're asking, 
you know what I mean? I don't, you're not watching. I, I suggest you go back because you'll be able to watch the chat as you watch the reshow. Yeah. You know what I mean? You'll be able to watch what everybody's saying. How do I get into the chat? Well, if I, you're on a laptop, you can click the link or you could actually just bring the YouTube up on your phone and pause the video and let the, you know, chat roll on that. But actually, uh, the American one here is asking your YouTube and uh, Instagram here. People are wanting to know. And the American one is another great, great member of the cannabis community. He's been around and very supportive for a long time, as well as uh, a great grower, breeder. Yes, it is MMMP's nation's creation. I'm going to turn on my TV right now just so I can uh, hold all this up. Just because I have a second here of uh, air here. Michelle F. Iberson, if you could email me or uh, DM me on Instagram, uh, eaglegardens1 at gmail.com or at eaglegardens1 Instagram or fucking talking shit with Eagle, one of the three. I'm really interested in uh, hearing your story as well since I can, I know you're there and you can hear me. All right, pulling up YouTube right now. Uh, I appreciate that, Michelle. Michelle says both Eagle and uh, MMP both seem like great fathers. I appreciate that. I try. All right. All right. I'll just give some shout outs while you're pulling that out. Mr. Uh, Shark Pulley 989. Hello, how are you doing tonight? Jack Screenstock, Twisted Roots, how are you doing tonight? Chris Mertz, great episode the other night. Appreciate that. All right. Sir Sticky Wizard, how you doing? Yes. Just uh, you. Oh, you're getting some. <laughs> getting some uh, backlash talk. Get uh, some echo. Yeah. Oh, am I getting echo? Oh, it might be because your video is playing. Pause the video. Yeah. All I got to do is just. All right. Can you hear me now? now. All right. There we go. Yeah. There we go. All right. So I can see everybody now. A few familiar faces. Twisted Roots. Wish we got that early on because they've been talking about us the whole time. 
Yes. So, yep, definitely awesome. go check me out on Instagram and YouTube. Got some plenty of content about my grow style, my techniques, and uh, when I'm getting ready to go outdoors. Got eight more days, guys, till these beasts are getting ready to go outdoors. So, these girls got a few more days of love that they're getting indoors. And see, I know for me, meeting you and seeing the girls now makes me want to follow along. You know what I mean? Because I've done met you, and now I can see them girls. Now I actually, it makes me want to more, more so follow along and watch this exterior grow because I've seen firsthand, uh, you know, start. So now it's going to be more of an interesting uh, progression through your grow for me due to this experience. I'm, I'm digging this. Well, you know, thank you for having me on. Yeah. Super great to have you on. So what uh, do you get to find in what, if you find any time to have any time to do something, what do you like to do in your free time? What do you, what do, you do with the kids and uh, what do you do for fun? Well, it usually all rolls back into spending time with kids, you know. I don't know. That's that's my go-to. When I have any free time, I I spend it with my kids. You know, I'm always thinking about something to do. And summertime, you know, we like to go to the lake. You know, we go swim. We, we shoot guns. We go hiking. We pick up rocks you know start our own you know decoration so we do a lot of stuff but most of it's outdoors just because well winter winter traps me you know it's I'm stuck indoors because of the wheelchair and uh, summertime comes I'm outside as much as possible I'm usually outdoors from 8 a.m. till about 6 to 7. So try to be outside as much as possible. And now with the battle with the, now the battle with homeschooling the kids, that's a whole new subject that I'm trying to uh, intake. They're giving me, I'm fucking, my mic, my little mic button there is hidden behind my camera. <laughs> Sometimes I can't see it. They're uh, talking you. to you again in chat there, brother. Yes, thank you, Twisted Rugs. <clears throat> That's my mistake there, MMP, because usually I try to make that, we had such a rocky start there, uh, I didn't make that pronounced to you in the, in the beginning, but I really, in these shows, try to make the chat like a third person of the show. I kind of really encourage you to uh, follow along and you know, address them as we go along. If they have a question, you know what I mean? It helps right. the flow of the show and uh, you know, it helps them get to know you as well. Yes. Hopefully, so I'm sorry yeah. for that. <laughs> I'm sorry for that, brother. I should have uh, took time and made you hook that up or, you know, helped you get that going earlier. Because it, uh, it's, no, it's, uh, 
Now you got to go back and rewatch. <laughs> I'm just messing with you, brother. Oh, no, yeah, it's definitely something that I don't want to miss. Uh, hopefully, I've drawn you into the show a little bit. Hopefully, uh, because uh, it, it's it's like a two-way street here. Because, like, some uh, nights, well, a lot of these shows, if you look at them, go, like, four or five hours some nights. And uh, I always leave it open for the guests to go absolutely as long as they want to. I've never <laughs> rushed anybody out or whatever. But there's some nights where, like, a guest does shoot out early or whatever like uh i do get some business people in here uh, herbs now and i've got a few uh attorneys coming in and they won't stay long you know what i'm saying so there's like usually like an after sesh uh so like if there's nights like uh the guest boils on me earlier i kind of reach out for chat and uh see who wants to jump in for like a, a sesh we might have one two three no more than four I don't like no more than four. I cut it off at four. Where we sit and we talk about growing our life. So, you know, <laughs> that's always open now that you've been on. Uh, you see one of them dead spots and you're like, hey, man, I'm bored. I got my Zoom hooked up. I'll jump in. Yes. Yeah, you're welcome to do so now. You know what I'm saying? Awesome. So uh, hopefully I've drawn you into uh, checking out the show a little bit more nightly. <laughs> oh dude this last this last two weeks i started uh working out the outdoor garden as soon as the snow melted so as soon as that snow melted i started bringing in compost brought in four tons of compost and well three loads of my four tons so 12 tons of compost so far uh, even started stocking up some for next year, just so, well, it's got a little bit of breaking down to do, but yes, I love working with my compost just because I like building up the area that I'm growing in. You know, I want to know what's in the flower that I'm smoking, so. It just, it's, um, it gives this plant, just like I said, uh, gives so many different ways so many different joys you know growing it tweaking it out the medicinal aspects it's this plant's a giver it well, truly even the, is even the therapy you know of it i love just looking at a plant and taking the time to diagnose it you know it's even when the plant is i'm just saying healthy just looking at the plant knowing that you're providing something to some, you know, just to a plant that's you're sustaining it. You know, it's, I, I get therapy from it. You know, So instead of going to talk to a counselor, I get out here in the plants, start talking to them all day. <laughs> I'm right there with you, brother. There's many times that mistakenly, I always say mistakenly, because you shouldn't take necessarily bad energy into you, to your grow room, but it happens. It happens, but uh, working with the, them plants have always just kind of melted that. I mean, just a few minutes into staring at them, like you said, kind of just looking them over to see if they're all right, and you know, maybe removing a leaf here and there that you feel might be blocking an area. 
you you tend to lose all the you know days aggression or whatever that yes. you may you may have brought into the room just suddenly disappears into the plants it, it's always a great time yeah and i do i lose a lot of aggression and lose, lose a lot of stress and even anxiety in, in the garden you know it's you get out here and lose all your troubles I like to say, I like to say, grow your own happiness, smoke your worries away. That's a good one. That's it right there. I like that. Did you happen to, uh, to catch the 420 thing there? On 420? Hopefully, yeah. We, uh, uh, we got together. It was Smiley Garden's idea, but we all did it together. I ain't taking no credit for it at all. But we did, it started out to be like a charity thing. We called it uh, Show Them Your Heart. <laughs> show Them Your Heart Instead of Your Sack was basically the theme of the, the show for 420 to show them that we could uh, do stuff, make people more conscious that we should be helping each other out. It started out to be for like a charity, but with the COVID going on, we couldn't uh, nail something. It was, we, we did this all within a week. Uh, lined oh, wow. up everybody guests for 24 hours I was on for 24 hours smoked all day and uh, it was all for to try to you know get people to do something nice you know and on, on 420 instead of because it's always such a stereotypical day for stoners you know what I mean so the idea was just try to bring some positive light to it and uh, it was it was a pretty cool day, but uh, the final charity of it all, we had a hard time nailing that down. So we just, in the end, which worked out better because, you know, finding one for everybody would have, would have been hard. You know what I mean? Something that everybody right. agreed with. So the, in the end, we were just happy with the idea because we didn't need a number to feel good about it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Just the idea was good enough. So we uh, just asked people to do something right. And then if like somebody like yourself came on and had a, a charity that uh, that was near and dear to your heart and they wanted to throw their weight behind that, that was a cool too, you know, but that's, that was the day we had for Groly, Med Grower One, Pedro's Grow Room, Tanazi. I mean, we weaved tons of people in and out all day long. <laughs> Hoping it's still in processing right now, but it was a uh, it was a pretty good day. I like to think for the community, just you know, showing that we we actually we gave a shit. And hopefully it shook down into you know actions. But it was uh, really cool. I know everybody that in the community was hanging out, man. The, I, I watched the analytics and that shit, and I seen the names MMP all night long. You know, go through the 24 hours, and some of them would say, I'm taking a nap, I'd be back in two hours, and sure shit, and they'd be back in two hours. I think almost everybody that watched that day, I think, tried to go to gauntlet with me during that day. It was pretty cool. I, I, I'm, I'm sorry you missed that, but I, hopefully, we're going to try to do it again this year. Hopefully, uh, you know, this coming year. Hopefully, next year, you can uh, right on. be part of that. You know, the more the merrier. But uh, definitely it's something we, we did 
it seemed to touch a lot of people on. So uh, it's definitely something I'm going to plan for next year. So hopefully uh, I can get you on board with that. All right. Yes. Set it up. Almost uh, bummed that I couldn't, I didn't get you on before because, uh, you know, there was a few dry spots where I had to ask some people to stretch it out, <laughs> you know. So I could have used the help that day. And you're, you're an awesome guy, man. I'm super, and I'm not just talking shit here. And that's the name of the show. But I'm seriously glad I had this one-on-one -on -one with you. You know what I mean? You can watch videos all day long, but this, this, you know, side of you and the instant interaction, you don't, you don't get. And I'm, I'm grateful for it. Thank you for having me. Sir. Yes, thank you to everybody that's in the chat right now for stopping in and checking us out. You know, I'm definitely go check out some of my videos and uh, catch up. You know. We got eight more days till these girls go outdoors. So, getting the Looking forward garden, to everything prepped, getting the girls getting ready to get transitioned outdoors. I like everything I see them right now, too. And they're just there, all happy. I can see all them leaves shaking just like they should be. <laughs> you know what yes. I mean? That's super important to me that. She's shaking out of the leaves, even though my girls aren't back there doing it right now. They should be. That's well, right. Even right there. even outdoors, just say when I got into flower, I had 12 fan box fans running last year. Now, this year, I want to try to invest in trying to get one of those 62-inch fans. I was going to get one 62-inch fan for each because I have... I have pretty much a cage for my patients and then a cage for my my own personal uh, plants. So I'm going to try to get a uh, fan for just that. So you need to be, throw yours in with your patients and uh, use that other area for your rec. <laughs> Right. Well, I have a, I think it's 64 by, like, it, it's a big cage. It's a big cage. I just had to extend on to it right now so I could, I want a certain walkway so I can get to my plants without having to do certain things. And, you know, it's just time to upgrade. So... That's what I've yeah, been 12, doing. 12, 12, 12 by 12. So you're, you're probably doing okay. You may not have to add too many more in there. <laughs> I was just pointing out the fact that uh, you could legally do that. Uh, that's the way you can utilize that. You can have your 12 rack. They just have to be in a different area. They can't be mixed in with your medical. So if you took your 12 medical and put them in with the other ones, then that area could be your 12 rack. Well, so I might do. Have... <laughs> I could do twelve indoors. Yeah, I try yeah, try out exactly. a indoor pro process. Uh, it's been probably two years since I ran indoors, so you know I've noticed that you know what I do outdoors is enough to sustain me. So I don't get all greedy about 
trying to collect as much weed as I can. So, do you think Mr. Jack Greenstock appreciates you for hanging out, brother? That is a that is a good follow right there. I'm sure he probably looked you up because that's the kind of guy he is. <laughs> I'm sure he's already in in your Instagram right now. If you looked into your shit, I bet you that cat's already there following you. So that'd be yes, easy I, to look back up. <laughs> I'll go back uh, after this video's over and go to everybody that's in the chat and be sure to subscribe to everybody. Uh, that's pretty awesome. You don't have to do that, but uh, I'm sure they'll appreciate it. Oh, well. There's already a few people I'm already subscribed to. I already subscribed to uh, Twisted Ruins and uh, He's a good dude. a few other people I'd like to. Oh, feel free to give them shouts out. Shout anybody out you see there that uh, you admire or you follow through the years. It's always good to give them a hey. <laughs> Hello, dude. I'm, I recognize you, brother. <laughs> right. Yeah, so another thing that I'm looking into, we were talking about nutrients, looking into uh, recycle cell. I don't know if you've ever used recycle cell, silica. Uh, last year, I used a silica blast, uh, ran across recycle cell just because it was just something that I was looking up and I've seen other people use it. Uh, ran across them and that's through like build the soil. So using them to, to fight fungus and disease and strengthen the plants just because yeah, these girls are ready. These girls are, <laughs> the stalks are already about that big around. That's pretty awesome. They look like they look like they're beasts, man. I can't imagine uh, that for a start. <laughs> That's a hell of a start on an outdoor right there. Dude, they were. I literally I started these three weeks before. Usually I started it about a week before Christmas. All right. So this year I started it no between November twenty fifth and December. 15th and they've absolutely exploded using the top dressing amendments and just everything that I have it just exploded oh let me jump on Instagram and I can yeah they, yeah, they said they've already brought all he Chris Mertz says we've all sent him requests <laughs> I got. I love this community. These people that hang out here are amazing, brother. I'm not even kidding you, man. These, it's hard to turn them off. Some of these shows are as long as they are because I look down at that number and I go, man, there's still 44 cool people here hanging out, man. It's hard to go, okay. It's hard to be that party record that goes, all right, everybody go home. Go home. I've had enough. I'd almost rather ride it out until they go, Eagle. We've had enough, man. <laughs> I'm going home, man. Going home. Some nights it's hard to shut it off. I appreciate these people so much, man. 
All right, there we go. I got a bunch of people. Mr. Greenpots, thank you. Jack Greenstock, thank you. Uh, the American one with... I don't want to... Yeah, thank you. Oh, and nine other. <laughs> All great people. I'm sure everyone that follows you is fucking top-notch, man. All the ones I've heard so far are great people in this community. All right, shut that internet back off so we are steady. Yes, these were all from seed, Twisted. Now, they are all fungus-resistant strains trying to uh, run all for fungus-resistant. Uh, I ran, like, Cushy Cush. Uh, these are the ones that are not fungus-resistant. I got Cushy Cush, Green Crack, Skittles, And I think that's it. Yeah. And then those are not fungus resistant. Uh, oh, sorry. Twisted. Uh, yes. All, everything else is fungus resistant just because last year I had a little issue with the blight. Uh, I think I even asked the twist, Twisted about the blight and possibly being in his area but uh, I had it kind of bad in my area because of a cottonwood tree a cottonwood tree that was like right above my house and it is a blight blights a spore bound you know it's it attracts on your clothes by air you know it's something that will attack your plants and have no sympathy so so looked into a lot of things and attacking it with not just one deterrent, but many different deterrents and an eliminator of the amazing Dr. Zimes. So using that as a preventative and if I have to, an eliminator. So, and I was, uh, I've, I've yet to use either of the above products to be honest with you but i have been listening and researching them both a lot lately and both the dr zymes and the em1 uh the em1 guy was on uh embracing organics the other night and i was couldn't believe how uh versatile uh that shit was i mean pedro was talking about he fucking sprayed that shit all over the inside of his barn to uh, disinfect it because the enzymes were fucking eating up all the molds and bullshit and he was spraying it on his plants and then feeding it into the root zone of his plants and uh, it just sounded like to be he's he's bragged about the product for so long but to hear him and uh, you know the guy who uh, is making it converse about the product I was like man is why don't I have some around just for all these reasons I mean he was saying I'm serious he was like man I sprayed on all kinds of shit just to clean it you know my tent areas all this that you know just to to clean he he said I use it as a general cleaner in my house I was like oh shit that's pretty impressive (laughs) wow yeah I just got it for uh, an eliminator of 
all the garden headaches, but it's something to look into. So, yes, what else we got to talk about? Um, let's see here. We went over your grow, drying, uh, edibles, a uh, uh, little bit of life. Which music taste? What kind of music taste do you like? We're in the late ends. What uh, we were talking about a uh, little bit of our music taste last night, though. Like it, uh, Quinos was a uh, more of a heavy metal uh, couple. That was a great story if you didn't you didn't catch that man. What an awesome couple those two are. But uh what kind of music am I gonna catch you uh either in the car or uh in the garden listening to? I listen to a little bit of everything, you know. Uh listen to just played out news radio to pop, fucking rap, uh rock, country. I ain't really got a preference, you know. I, uh, Reggie, you know, it's it all positive. Yeah, yeah. Getting all that positive vibes, soaking them all up, trying to force them back into the plants. Now I've seen, uh, like what you're saying, uh, music out in the garden. I've seen Twisted run the frequency and stuff like that out in the out in the garden and stuff like that. But you know, that's something that I've thought about looking into. Uh, frequency. Oh, oh I'm definitely. Uh, that's a whole different ball game there. I think everything's based on frequency. Everything is based on frequency. There's no think about it. But uh, and as far as uh, introducing it into your grow room, yeah, I've seen a lot of uh, positive studies about like letting classical music and stuff just like play in your your grow room. Yeah, uh, even you plant. even it's all the way weird. down to birds chirping, you know, stuff like that. So I thought about using it at like stressful times, just say transplants. Uh, if you're doing, you know, your uh, bending of your plants or, you know, you snap a plant, something like that. I've thought about using it at that time, but, you know, I've never really needed any extra help or somewhere to seek any extra help from, you know, breaking a plant and just uh, fixing it. So fixing the issue. I'm curious now that you say that uh, Twisted utilizes frequency. I'm I'm curious to know what frequency he's uh, utilizing. He's uh, possibly uh, setting setting loose uh, the 7.8 that uh, Mother Earth puts out, which would kind of make sense, you know what I mean, to let play in your grow room, you know, something right around Mother Earth 7.8 frequency just kind of let them think or feel like they're uh, in a more home zone. I think he's like, got I think he's got like tapes or something that uh, you know, healing and uh, it, he played them like last year when he uh, messed up his plant with uh, 
I think it got burnt or something after spraying. But yeah, I seen him use it last year. He didn't say what yet, but he just said, hell yeah, frequency. <laughs> I absolutely love the chant being part of the show. I like addressing them. I try to address them as much as possible, but uh, they bring up such good points, you know what I mean? And they miss things that uh, I should be bringing up sometimes. <laughs> they, right. They're super great for covering my ass like that. Does he teach his frequency? I'm not a pro. I'm still learning. Hey, yeah, that's what we all do. We, we're all still learning. At least I am. I don't know absolutely everything, but I love Only to reach out. No, thinks he knows any, everything. We should be picking something up, even in the simplest things, every day. Something See, simple I, every day. I try to make my kids read from, uh, 30, I don't care if it's 30 minutes to an hour. If we're in the car, they're reading. Uh, when we're at home, if they're reading, I try to read with them just because, well, most kids don't like to read. So I try to, you know, make that time to, and then I study my books right now. I'm knocking out, uh, teaming with microbes, teaming with nutrients and teaming with fungi just so I can, you know, build that knowledge up to have going outdoors and creating my own uh, compost pile. You know, I want to have a little bit of knowledge of creating my own compost pile of the soil food web. So, Yeah, I, I agree. I've been, uh, I'm kind of currently addicted to Audible. <laughs> I, I've been just powering through a lot of Audible books. And I, I just enjoy them. I can go through them, you know, and like a, I usually go at 1x or 1.75, you know, sometimes 2x so I can blow through uh, some books while I'm working. That's the one thing I well, like if I'm in the garden, it's nice to, you know, listen to teaming with nutrients or teaming with microbes while I'm sitting here uh, playing with the, the girls. Last few days, it's been uh, the Intelligent Gardener. Uh, today I listened to uh, Dirt to Soil, <laughs> but uh, it's just oh, that's, they, all, that's awesome. Just I've see, never even thought about using Audible. Yeah, yeah, and it's a nice because you can bookmark parts, and uh, you know you can go back and listen to them. I, you know, especially uh, the teaming with microbes just came out, and I have listened to that thing probably. Uh, six times now <laughs> i listen oh, to it in a progressive rhythm too you know a little bit faster and faster so because you know more and more sinking in per round and i don't have to drag it out as long so and now i'm like and i'm catching bits and pieces that i missed every time so i, I enjoy it that way and right now as far as your children go uh because of the covid goes uh School children get Audible for free and uh, unlimited titles, so they can oh. be listening to the books as well. Yes. Right, yeah, that's something I need to look into. If you're interested in uh, actually into the Audible, 
if you shoot me an email to where I can, because I can gift you like your first book. You know what I'm saying? If you're oh, interested. Yeah. And I could like you know, Jeff Lohenfeld or any of the ones I just suggested, you know, I could happily uh, gift that to you for your first book. All right. Yeah, so, I'll definitely. Uh, you want it right here or you want it on Instagram? Just shoot it to me on Instagram. Right. Unless you want yeah. everybody to have it, and you, <laughs> you can dish it out now. But it'd be better if you yeah. shot it to me on Instagram, though. Yes. Uh, yeah. As soon as we we're done. All right. Is there one you prefer there, out of the three I, uh, or four I just listed there? I got Probably the Jeff Lawrence with, You want that one? Team with my teaming with my groups. Yeah. Okay. I'll send you that one. Sweet. Yeah, that's what I'm working on right now. So, cool deal. I might have Man, to. Got, uh, what's that? I can't believe I got three and a half hours out of you, brother. That's that's respectable. <laughs> that's okay. respectable. Thank you. I, you know, I appreciate that. Sometimes I wonder. You know, I do wonder every night. You know. Uh, how long are some of them going to go for? You know, it's a hard judge. You know, some and some people. And this is another thing: is some people want to come on beforehand, if and talk a little bit before, and it's hard. I don't even like to send them numbers a lot of times until like I the never, last minute. <laughs> I never set up. I've never set up Zoom, so that took us a minute to you know figure it out and. That was my fault. And, you know, I've been, as I've been doing this, I've been trying to uh, pick up on little things I'm doing wrong, you know, when I'm sending out invitations and shit. <laughs> time zone was, uh, I learned big lesson on time zones on 420 because I had more than a couple people that uh, I thought were scheduled in at one time and they popped in like three hours later, which would have been the time I did stupidly asked for but never considered oh, <laughs> their no. time zones so now in invitations i try to make that clear and uh, you know confirmations i try to do confirmations now just a friendly reminder for them and a uh, little bit of, i you know broth for me that i know that uh you know everybody's showing up and all that in zoom today uh because that one's bit me a couple of times uh, the last few days. I, I contacted a couple other people, too, and they're like, okay, sounds good. How are we doing this? I'm like, oh, shit. <laughs> that would have been a good lead. <laughs> that would probably been a good lead to uh, start there. <laughs> so that was my fault, MMP. I am totally, totally well, I'm glad that we just that. figured that out just because, well, everything's been – Amazing conversation and journey so far. Oh, uh, there is one thing, and I'm surprised that, oh, I can't see my chat, that uh, they haven't reminded me. I can't, and I forget who reminded me last night. Sorry, guys. But uh, I asked everybody, sooner or later, I'm steaming rolling on this. This is 38, and uh, I think right around 100. I'm going to do the old, like, uh, radio soundbite cheesy thing. 
So if you could, I know there's a swear in there, and I'm not sure. I don't. It doesn't sound like you, that's normally in your vocabulary. But if not, you can leave it off. The first one. The first one, anyway. But uh, could you possibly give me my like all-time radio sound bite? You know, I am MMP Nation's creations, and I am on the fucking talking shit with Eagle Show. Can you give me my uh, sound bite there? All right now. Yes, yes, sir. <laughs> it's, right. more, it's more fun spontaneous. I, I do this to everybody, so don't feel oh, no. bad. This happens oh, no, every you're fine. <laughs> I am MMP's creation, and I am on with fucking shit talk or fucking talking shit with Eagle. And definitely stop in to his Instagram and back on these lovely community chats. Thank you, sir. Appreciate that. At some point, I'm stringing all of them together, all 100, just one right after another, and a short little video <laughs> celebrating 100. I think okay, that's a good idea. Good idea. But you want to wrap it up? Is that what it is? Well, yeah, I think I'm gonna. Uh, I gotta do some trimming myself and uh, do a little bit of work I've been neglecting. But uh, you do have an open invitation, sir, to stop in any night that, uh, like I said, afterwards. Usually if uh, I want, uh, if it were another night and I weren't so uh, <laughs> behind on some of my chores, I would definitely be going rolling until probably, usually around 4.20. Is usually where I cut it off, and uh, seems to be a good time to you know last call. But tonight I've got a stack of these here pots that need to be filled, <laughs> and then their pots need to be washed, and then refilled. <laughs> so, uh, yes, chores need to be done. I know all gonna, about that. I'm gonna tap out on you tonight, but I do hope that. Uh, you take me up on popping back in, you know. Oh, if you're dude. up late one night and you want to pop in, you're more than welcome. More than welcome. Oh, yes, definitely. I will. And thank you again. One last uh, round of uh, shameless shout outs for yourself because, uh, you know, these people have seen it, but this, this episode will actually double, you know, by tomorrow. You know, okay. we get a whole another wave. So go ahead and shout it out to somebody that might watch it later and just catch the end of this, where they can find you, all that good stuff. What do you mean, people that I want them to go see? No, you, well, sure, if you want to tag that on there. Just, you know, your shout outs, your Instagram, your YouTube. Oh, yeah. If you uh, want to yeah. give shout outs to somebody else, that's absolutely cool, too. Yes, uh, go over to Instagram, MMP's Nature Creation. Uh, I'm on there on the daily and hourly, usually, fucking inserting and letting people on, confirming them. And uh, the reason why I got it set on uh, private is just because, one, I don't want anybody locally around me on my Instagram. 
just because I know about thieves and <laughs> at least my area. So, uh, yes, you YouTube and Instagram, uh, MMP's Dave's Creation. And see you around, guys. 2020 is here. So, thank you to everybody that's definitely stopping in, checking us out. I appreciate you, brother. And uh, like I said, you're welcome to pop in. I hope you uh, start checking out the show, you know, frequent it. And uh, I appreciate that. And I hope everybody else follows you and it follows your uh, YouTube as well. Sounds like there's a lot of great info over there to be, uh, you know, watched and retained. And uh, hopefully you'll drop a lot more videos on your outdoor. Keep us well updated on that. Oh, Seeing yes. how we've got to see all these lovely ladies from uh, pre, pre-outdoor, pre I'm sure would be more than interested to see how they're finished up. So please keep us updated. Right now, the only thing I'm doing outdoors is cleaning out uh, three by three holes and lining them with alfalfa, pulverized alfalfa meal. I just dropped a, a video on YouTube and uh, YouTube the other day about it but just digging out holes and the only thing else that i'd done was i built a eight by six door for the cage door that's it so that'll be up on youtube soon all right brother i am going to uh well i'm gonna actually kick you out <laughs> <laughs> and then hey. I'm going to uh, that's just what I like to do I like to uh, you know take my minute to uh, thank everybody that's gone uh, there's 34 left and I'm going to run through this chat and I'm going to thank every name that's in here <laughs> for tuning in tonight and uh, saying my goodbyes so uh, thank everybody I appreciate again. you and uh, come back anytime brother okay thank you See ya, and everybody be safe. Have a great night. Good tomorrow, brother. All right, you too, man. Peace. See ya. MMP Nations Creations. That was an awesome interview. You know, I love doing this. I do. Selfishly, I guess I'm doing this for myself to meet these awesome people, but uh, it is amazing that you guys tune in for this every night so uh, i'm at all i can't uh i gotta pull up the look at the chat on my phone because i think my browser what was causing the the sound problem earlier so i'm just gonna spin through on my phone try to thank as many as i can twisted roots chris mertz michelle f iberson the American one, Chris Mertz, Red Setter Farms. I know I've seen you earlier. Jack's Greenstock, Mr. Green's Pots, Mr. Green Nugs, UK SIF 420. There's getting to be so many awesome people that do this every night. Dank Grower. Uh, let's spin through here. My daughter, Lexi, Twisted Roots, Trey Ballone. That's an every night name. Light it up again, Tim who's got a new video on his YouTube as well. Check that out, his update. So many great people. 
the American one, if I missed him, I am so sorry because I'm a fan of that dude as well. Super cool. Sergeant Pepper, thank you for popping in. Please check out his YouTube and all his uh, tech stuff. Find him on Instagram as well. JD's, that's the second night I've seen you in uh, the chat. I think that's pretty damn awesome. You're pretty awesome for tuning in. Appreciate that shit. John Boy, there's a name I recognize every night. I'm sorry I didn't see that earlier, but uh, thank you for tuning in. If you happen to watch this again, I appreciate everybody. Let's see here, who in the heck am I missing? Because nobody deserves to be Absolutely no. Shark Pulley989. Thank you for tuning in, sir. I appreciate you. Sir Sticky. That's a pretty cool name. Thank you, sir. Aldridge25. There's a regular. I appreciate you. You have a great night as well. Uh, getting down there, at least on this device. So many, so many cool people. I think I might have got them all. Oh, Jill. Jill Carter was here. I didn't recognize that from my earlier chat, but that's as far back as I go. I didn't see Tara Wilson, but I'm sure she'll be popping in at some point. Thank you for your support as well. In fact, I think she's just changed jobs and just uh, can't tune in at the time anymore. But uh, every view, every one of you, I appreciate 100%. You guys know the deal. Help somebody out. It's uh, it's very rewarding. Random Mike's kindness changed lives. Uh, I've been on both sides of that. More sides on the being random acts of kindness side, uh, people helping me out, which has made me want to give back so much. So I ain't just talking shit there. That's uh, very true. So with that said, you guys have a, a what's left tonight. Have an amazing night and an even better tomorrow. Tomorrow's Sunday. Get some rest for that next new week. And, of course, I will be here tomorrow with Evolve 420 will be my guest tomorrow night, which I am sure that it's going to be another great night. So please tune in. Please thumbs up. I can't believe I'm saying that. Please subscribe. And if you tell somebody else about the show, that would be pretty amazing as well. Thank you. Peace.